Aha! Welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name's Ultra David. And I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? Tonight we're going to talk about various and sundry topics. One of them is going to be up here at DreamHack Austin. Then we're going to talk about a couple of spiels. Yes, we're going to try something new this week, but uh, we'll get to that when we get to that section. You so. got it. Then we're also going to talk about uh, a newly released game, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, and also about uh, SF 30th, which has now been out for about a week, and we just mm -hmm. wanted to chat a little bit more about it. Right. Then next week, and kind of starting then the next following week, is E3. There's also other stuff going on, so we'll talk a little bit about E3 speculation, other things that are coming up this weekend and in the future. Yep. And then other stuff. So Before we get started, just want to mention one. I can't hear out of this ear, so it's weird. Everything sounds mono right now. Well, it's hopefully it's not mono. Like oh, yeah, that's fair enough. But uh, also, apparently one of the paintings fell down. Uh, one of the pictures fell down, so I'll have to re-put that up. So sorry for the... OCD imbalance. I just here. don't think um, anybody would have noticed. You don't think so? Yeah. You don't think so? <laughs> I really I don't. I mean, there's a big old blank space above your head. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they say. Uh, but in any case, let's talk about DreamHack Austin at the start. That was a tournament that's happened over this past weekend mm -hmm. in Austin, Texas. Uh, we didn't go this year. <clears throat> we were there in the past, right? Uh, we were there before, yeah. Uh -huh. I believe so. Yeah, we were there in the past. We, yeah, for sure. okay. For sure. It was a premiere one year. Oh, it that's right, it was. was a premiere this year. Exactly. It was a ranking event this right. year. Uh, so we didn't go, but uh, a lot, lot of other people did, and it was a good tournament for Street Fighter. There was other stuff there, too. Mm -hmm. God, most people say they didn't notice. That's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> okay, I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't have. Anyways, seventh place at Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. As we mentioned, this was a ranking event. Correct. So a lot of players showed up for this. So seventh place was Fnatic Brick. Brick came Zange out. from Europe, uh -huh. right? From Sweden? I believe so. Sweden? Okay. And uh, seventh place was also Tempo Alex Myers with Cammy. Uh, fifth place was Echo Fox Punk mm -hmm. with Karen and Cammy, just using Cammy once as an as a counterpick attempt uh, against Toy, actually. And fifth place was Jan with Abigail. Fourth place, GGEA Toy, as I mentioned, with M Bison, doing really, really well with M Bison. Uh, formerly part of the GOL team, Gods of Louisiana team, but now signed with GGEA. Third place, uh, one of the uh, players who was highlighted a lot in the Red Bull Proving Grounds, Terrence, right. with Chun-Li, getting third place. Second place, UIU Oil King. Yeah. Uh, in all of his shorts glory, and and he's becoming a little bit more of a ham on camera yeah, now. Cool. I actually think that's kind of cool. With Rashid and Falk, yeah, a lot of Falk yeah. actually. And the first place, Echo Fox, Justin Wong with Manat. With Manat, yeah. And uh, he didn't bust out any secondary characters. Right. He had to catch a flight, and he wanted to get there as early as. Dang, good. yeah, that's what he said. Uh, <laughs> impressive, impressive. Justin looked really strong in doing so, especially mm -hmm. against Oil King, who's been doing so well lately. Yeah. Over the past, I think, three tournaments, he's made top three or top four each time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's a pretty good record. And I mean, hats off to Oil King for that, but also hats off to Justin for taking it over him. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I just think it's really funny. Like there was the one sequence where Alex Myers and. Uh, Oil King were playing against each other, and Alex Myers like went to his phone and started yes. looking up notes. And Oil King was just like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> did you see today that Alex said that he actually had no idea that Oil King was doing that? Really? And he really, he really did not notice. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> he wasn't trying to ignore it. Right, he just actually yeah. didn't notice. He just didn't notice. That's yeah. funny. That's I think funny. that's pretty cool though. He's pretty absorbed in what he was doing. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's also cool just that. Uh, like I said, Oil King was even doing like little Falca poses and like he was like cheering and stuff. I don't know. I, I, it's funny how like all the Asian players, 
the more they get exposed to the U.S., like the more silly and the more like kind of fun right. they start to have, and I think that's fantastic. I think it's awesome. So, man. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I'm really happy for Terrence getting third place there. I'd love yeah. to see him. I mean, he's got he made top eight at something else big this year. It's not the first mm-hmm. one this year, so I'm happy to see that that trend continues. He's very strong for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and same thing for Toy. I think that's really cool. Yeah, so doing I got it with Chunli and Bison, by the way, which is really cool. Characters that they've been playing all along. Right. So character loyalty working out for them. Really, really strong players. Uh, and you see, you know, Punk is up there. Obviously, he's a strong player. Jan, occasionally, when he cares about Street Fighter, he makes top eights. Basically, <laughs> yeah. how, how it goes. Uh-huh. If he cares about Street Fighter again, then he's in top eight. Uh, it's basically how it is with whatever game he plays. Um, you know, these that's what the top eight is. But I just wanted to say, outside of that top eight, were players including Takeuchi, Idom, Ricky Ortiz, Tommy yeah. Two-Step, Wolf Crone... Shen Chang, Knuckle Dew got 17th place. He got knocked into losers right away by uh, an Alex player. Yes, he did. Uh, Stupendous, also 17th. Chris G, also 17th. Snake Eyes, 17th. So there were lots of really strong players at this tournament. Yeah. And I'm and again, I'm happy for folks like Terrence and Toy that, that they are the ones who ended up in the top mm-hmm, eight there. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Yeah, and, and with the Knuckle Dew situation, the story apparently was Twisted Riviera was the one who beat him with an Alex. Right. And uh, afterwards, Twisted Rivera. Rivera, is it? Okay. I believe so. When you saw Twisted Rivera win, he was like, kind of like popping off the Knuckle Dew. Apparently, he was telling Knuckle Dew, now maybe you might want to consider buying Alex because he might not actually have Alex. Uh, so uh, He okay. doesn't have Alex. No, apparently, Knuckle Dew just never bought Alex. So That's he just hilarious. hasn't bothered studying the character at all. Genius. So. <laughs> Genius. Yeah, Broly was up there. He was 13th. Uh, again, there were lots of strong players at this tournament, so I think it's super cool that in the top eight were players like Brick, Jan, Toy, Terrence, yeah, who, who are all strong, but you know maybe you don't think of them as being in the same conversation as some of the ones I yeah. mentioned. So I mean, they, like I said, they should be. Toy did really, really well. He made a lot of good play, and as I mentioned, he beat Punk. Yeah, right. He was one of the players that uh, took out Punk, and Punk really looked lost in that fight. Mm. Uh, even to the, I think he took him out three zero. And then even switching to Kami at the end, and you know, uh, I think it was Kazunoko or so, one of the Kami players even said that they think Kami loses the Bison. So okay, it wasn't even necessarily a good switch. Uh, let me see this here, Toy. Uh, yeah, one to three, he mm. beat uh, Punk. One to three. So, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting kind of the situation. Punk looks a little lost right now, but we'll get into a little bit of that a little bit more later on in our attempted new segment here so we're just going to try this out and see how this works sure so that was street fighter there was also dragon ball fighters which was well attended as well yes uh uh-huh. lots of strong players there lots and lots of strong players there uh for example in seventh place we have uh echo fox to kill sage mm-hmm. with adult gohan goku black and android 16 seventh place was also kh black with uh vegeta ssg blue vegeta blue goku and goku black mm-hmm. Uh, fifth place was C-A-N-E-C Greg. I actually haven't heard that name before. Same. With Cell Trunks and Vegeta. And fifth place was also NRG Super Noon, Kid Buu Cell Vegeta. Fourth place, PG Nakiel with Kid Buu Cell Bardock. Third place, NRG Hook Gang God with Cell Piccolo and Vegeta. Second place, EG NY Chris G. I mean, at this point in time, it's like no question he's like the second best U.S. player probably um, with Bardock, Trunks, and Vegeta. And fresh off of his combo breaker win, defeating Goichi is, of course, first place, Echo Fox. Sonic Fox with Cell, Kid Buu, and Gotenks. You know, Sonic Fox and Goichi are definitely the two best. Mm-hmm. And then just after that... Oh. I've- 
Greg was the one using the piano controller. No, I didn't see that at all. Yeah, I saw a picture. Wow. Someone was actually just using a keyboard. Sick. And was playing on the keyboard. Oh, I that. Okay, okay. Makes okay. Sense to me. That's cool. It's like a hitbox, more or less, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially if you're a piano player, maybe that just is like an yeah, easy transition. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, I feel like those are two the, the two clear best. But then right after that, I feel like is basically Dogra and Chris G. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, feel, yeah. I feel I feel like there's like three tiers, maybe four tiers of players in DBFZ. There's Sonic Fox and Goichi are definitely the two best. Right. Uh-huh. And then I feel like just after that is Dogura, Chris G. And then there's like a dozen top players, yeah, yeah, yeah. fifteen top players, something yeah, like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Uh, and then everybody else. So uh, yeah, I feel I feel like it's uh, it's really become noticeable who is the strongest. That that said, uh, Chris G. It was close. Uh, it was two sets, three two, three two. Mm-hmm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, that was that was grand finals in which Sonic Fox eliminated Chris G. It was three two. So it wasn't like it was just a straight up blow up. Right. There were uh, there were definitely some games in there where Chris was doing good stuff, but uh, ultimately Sonic Fox took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no surprise there. No surprise at all. So. So it's really interesting <clears throat> to see how the game has changed, and it's not just I think that the developer has changed it. Obviously, that's a big part of it. But mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. on top of that. Uh, the way that people play is is different. I feel like neutral assists are starting to go by the wayside a little bit. You're starting to see more teams that are just sell kid boo go tanks that kind of thing, where you don't you don't even have a beam, you don't even have a Vegeta type assist because right. you're just confident in your ability to start mix ups in the first place. I feel like that's becoming more common. And at the same time, you're you're not seeing there's no there's one Android 16 in here. And there's one adult Gohan in here. They're played by the same guy. Right. Other, other than that, right. almost nobody at the highest level anymore plays adult Gohan or Android 16. Was Android almost 16 almost gone really now. that nerfed? I mean, it was just the hard knockdown on I his I don't even think that's throw. it. I mean, uh, <clears throat> of course that's part of it. Right. Of course uh-huh, that's part uh-huh. of it. But I feel like he was overrated. You feel like he was going to get figured out anyway. Yes. Okay. I, I, I mean, okay. he, I still think that he's a pretty good character. Right? He's never going to be bad with his tool set. Mm-hmm, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I definitely think that he would have been figured out anyway, and people mm-hmm. might have moved on anyway. I feel that same way to a degree about Otokohan, but I feel like the nerf was maybe more well, I mean, putting a impactful hole in to that him. So, so that yeah. you could deflect him was probably pretty significant. That that plus something, an assist like Vegeta also being nerfed. Right. So like, not just the legs are nerfed, but the main way that he continued oh, yeah, the pressure anyway true. was that's also true. nerfed. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that's a good point. Being tall is negative in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, not not having very damaging overhead low situations in the same way that some of the other characters can set up. Uh, I, I feel like that stuff that stuff hurts him. Yeah, and you know, some people in the chat are even talking about how Dragon Ball Fighters is a very tier-heavy game. For and, sure. And you know, I've I believe that too. But then there's those situations where like Team Goku somehow made top eight at Combo Breaker. Remember, there's always yeah. those guys like kind of defying the odds still. So there's still uh, you know, I don't think that it's <clears throat> those those are characters that you can make top eight with. Yeah, like okay, right, okay. like we you, Goku Black, right? Yeah. Sure, sure, you can definitely make top eight with them. Can you win a big major with those characters? Right, that doesn't seem likely to me. Okay, okay, that doesn't seem likely enough. to me. Right, okay. Yeah, it was Doza. That's what it was, dude. But Yamcha, y- Yamcha's, he was Kazunoko, right? Yeah. First of all, I, I feel like his he was probably a bit slept on. I don't think he's a great character, but I feel like he's better than people initially gave him credit for. And and on top of that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's terrible, man. I think a, a character who always gets sliding knockdowns and can combo level one to level three is like just not. He can't be terrible. Right. Right. Um, 
I don't think he's great, obviously, but yeah, I, I don't I, think he's terrible. And he has a good assist, so, I, yeah, I think it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think the assist is a little overrated, too, just because he, you can't hit anybody with it. Like, you know, if you try to do those air combos and knock them down into assist oh, to sure, combos, sure. like, it just doesn't work. Yeah, it's, it's, like not, it's not for that. It's, like, super hard to make that work for some strangers. It doesn't have a lot of range, and I kind of agree with uh, Tak Gillow that Yamcha might actually be holding Kazunoko back at this point in time. So. I, I mean, maybe, <laughs> like I said, if he wants to continue the trend of just having a lockdown assist like uh, a kid boo or a go tank oh, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, i don't I, I don't think that you need neutral assists in this game yeah I, just, right, I don't right so and yeah and then of course there's always hook gang god who's trying to make piccolo work so badly he's he, a really good player he probably would do better if you switch piccolo out to somebody else i don't think and, there's any question about yeah, that yeah it's unfortunate <laughs> it's unfortunate uh, Tekken, another game at DreamHack Austin. A lot of strong players here showing up as well. Seventh place, Sigma with Miguel and Bob. Seventh place, also Yan with Miguel and Leo. Uh, fifth place, Byako with Kazumi. And uh, Booty, Trill, Booty Thrill with Paul and Lee. Uh, fourth was Careless with Leo. Third place, NG Obscure with Elisa Noctis. Fourth, second place, Forward. It's cool mm-hmm, with Akuma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Using Akuma in a different game. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Funny. Yeah. And first place, PG Speed Kicks with Huarong. Of course, Speed Kicks one of the strongest players in the United States. So yeah. But you know, shout outs to Forward. I think it's funny. He's like, I'm tired of using Akuma in five. Yeah. I'm gonna go play him in Tekken. Dude, definitely. He's a very talented player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, exactly. Uh, Tubaware, you know, Piccolo's not that great. I know you like Piccolo. I know it. I got to recognize, buddy. <laughs> Smash Brothers Melee, seventh place, Entropy, Luigi, Comaster cool. with Luigi. Seventh place, also Ark with Marth. Fifth place, Magi with Falco and Mike Hayes with Fox. Fourth place, Liquid Chudat with the Ice Climbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Third place, Bananas with Ice Climbers as well. Okay. Second place, MSF La Luna with Marth. Marth. And first place, PG Plup. Sheik and Fox okay. Plup, of course, on the verge of really kind of breaking into that God's realm right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smash Brothers for Wii U. Seventh place, Light the Lantern with Zerosu Samus. Corin. Seventh place, Lima with Bayonetta. Fifth place, Samsora with Peach, as well as KOL Bleg Konga with Donkey Kong. Dang. Uh, fourth place, PG MVD with Diddy Kong. Third place, IMT Razor Anti mm-hmm. with Mario, Zero Suit Samus, and Cloud. Second place, PG Esam Pikachu. First place, MSF Larry Lur with Fox. Okay, okay. And uh, they also had Blaze Blue Central Fiction there. Fourth place, Havoc Noah with. Well, actually, let me go through all because there's some strong players here. Wow. Seventh place, Bojack Azrael. Seventh place, Shinku Rachel. Fifth place, UIU Beautiful Dude with Relius. And fifth place, Kid Viper with Jin. Fourth place, Havoc Noah with nine. Third place, Milk Kaicho with Rachel and Mai. Uh, second place, Beta Dude with Ragman. First place, PG SKD with mm-hmm. Izayoi mm-hmm. after getting second place at Combo Breaker. All right. Uh, Guilty Gear, Rev 2. Seventh place, Ryudo with Faust and Vogue-kun with Kumhehun. Fifth place, Titan FOFO with Venom and Havoc Noah with Eno. Fourth place, UIU Beautiful Dude All with right. Zato 1. Third place, Kid Viper with Johnny. Second place, Faulty Defense with Answer. And first place, Mod with Kai Kiesk, and he is really setting himself up as one of, if not the strongest U.S. player. Remember, at Combo Pretty Pick, crazy. he's the only one who made top eight on winner's side, Indeed. I believe. From the, from the U.S., <laughs> yeah, yeah. from the U.S. Uh, with Kai, and now he's taking Rev 2 here in uh, DreamHack Austin. DreamHack has always been a strong Guilty Gear tournament because of players like Kid Viper and Hamad. You know, a lot of strong Texas players has good, in that good area. Gear players. Exactly, so... All right. 
And uh, there were lots of entrants for Brawlhalla. It was a really popular game. Oh, there. nice. Okay. So Brawlhalla, I'll just do top forward. SSTP Wilson with Ragnar. Uh, third place, CYC Bumi with Hattori. Second place, WC Wrenched with As Asiri and Koji. First place, Born Kosalix with Sir Roland and Scarlet. Wow, can you believe he had Scarlet on that team? <clears throat> I know, right? That's crazy. Uh, maybe. Sorry. <clears throat> Pokin, fourth place. It looks like a fun game. I mean, the cool thing about it is it is an alternate Smash game, right? Yeah. And so a lot of the Smash fans are playing that game. And so I remember they had that tournament, too. It was like $100,000 in prizes or something. It was like 10000 It was like some crazy amount. So there's definitely a big scene out there. There is a big scene, it. yeah. yeah. Um, uh, fourth place in Pokémon Tournament was Kalon CPU 57 with Aegislash. Third place, Bolomar with Decidueye. Second place, BXA Twixie with Aegislash. And first place, TA Slippingbug with Decidueye. So only two characters in the top four. Is I that, don't know is that, Yeah, yeah, I know. I, know, I know you it, haven't dude. kept up with yeah, it as much. Right? Sure. I know you enjoyed it and stuff. It's a good like game, that, but I so. haven't kept up with it, yeah. Right, okay, okay. Okay, okay. So that was DreamHack Austin. It happened this past weekend. Mm -hmm. It seemed like a good tournament mm -hmm. from the outside in general. Right. There was the issue... Is it, are we going to talk about this in the little segment or what? Yeah, With let's the talk about. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about all this stuff because there's a lot the of segments here. Let's talk about. Okay, so basically, what we want to do. I don't have a name for us yet, but you know, uh, I was just watching TV recently, and you know, part of the interruption on ESPN was on, and you yeah, know, they're talking about a lot of stuff, and. I saw a lot of people talking about Punk on Twitter as well, like what's wrong with him in the chat and right. everything like that. And then some people started calling him out and he said, like, I don't want to play in CPT events anymore because I keep losing to things that aren't the game, that I uh, that aren't players and all this stuff like that. And I saw these people talking about what happened to Punk, right? And so, you know, that combined with just seeing the PTI stuff, like... I feel like we kind of, I want to do stuff like Let's that. argue. We, we talk, it's not even just necessarily argue, but let's talk about like little things that are happening in the okay. fighting game community where we can kind of express opinions and stuff sure. like that. So maybe it. not even popular opinions and everything. Yeah, let's get weird. So fighting topics, but you know, I don't know, we'll call it like something soon. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with a name. We'll have, we'll have the chat try to come up with stuff, but let's talk about we're, punk. We're known for coming up with names here on the Tuesday show. Exactly, right? <laughs> It's like six years later. But let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. What's wrong with Punk? What's, What's happening to Punk? Like what? Punk who just made top eight at a big major. <laughs> right. But the thing about it is he used to always be that one guy who right. everybody was talking about. He got second place at EVO. And every, he was the favorite to win that tournament That's and true. everything like that. Favorite to win EVO and Capcom Cup. And Capcom Cup. And he did not do either. He did not even make top eight at Capcom Cup. And since then, it feels like he's been struggling, right? So... Here at this tournament, he talked about, you know, the concept of, you know, the, the, the machine lagging on him, the buttons lagging on him because the machines, they had 24-hour venues, so he's feel like the, the PS4s aren't getting the rest and everything like that. Yeah, which is a real phenomenon, Right, by the but way. Yeah. do you feel like these are just excuses now? Like, do you feel that's like not Punk... A, I mean, that's real. Do you feel like Punk has... Okay, well, but... So what what is the deal with Punk now? Why do you feel like he's not the same threat that he was before? To me, the bigger issue is that other people have started to do what Punk was so good at doing he was ridiculous at whiff punishing and setting up situations where he knew that if the opponent pressed a button that he had the exact one already lined up. Mm -hmm. he, 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 can't, he had all of these little sequences that put him at an exact spot. That's not like a brand new idea or anything, but he was doing that in a way that I thought was better than everybody else. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. his whiff punishing game was better in part because of that. The second thing is that everybody, well, more people in any case, are hit confirming single hits now. Right. They are, they're, they're playing a more reactive game. I think I think people came into Street Fighter 4 wanting to play a 
uh, proactive style of footsies, mm-hmm. which is kind of what was what prevailed in Street Fighter Four. Right. But that I think in season two, when Punk was doing so well, I think he was one of the first players to realize that that's not as effective, and that he played a more reactive, whiff punishing heavy game. Right. He he his whiff punishes were the best. Now I feel like a lot of other of the top players are doing that as well. So I mean, some people are saying that everybody else caught up. Yeah, I like think Japan that's what I'm getting to. Up, I feel right? I feel like the biggest thing is that other people figured out what he was doing and they x copied it basically, and that now that Punk is sort of among a sea of people who are doing these very strong things, mm-hmm. he doesn't have the same dominance. So yeah, I think it's much more that everybody else caught up than that Punk fell down, but. Since everybody else has caught up, I feel like there is a tendency on Punk's side to uh, feel less confident now. Mm-hmm. So that the fact that it wasn't his fault, it was everybody else catching up, now is kind of causing a thing in right. him. In where his he, brain, In his right? brain, yeah. where, where he's... Look, he is, was he, like 19? <laughs> like, yeah, he, uh, he basically uh, came started uh, coming to offline events in, like... 2016 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what i mean like he had been an online player for a while but he basically came to offline events and then a year later he was the best in the world right right Mm -hmm. that that kind of rise is ridiculous and meteoric and i feel like the the fall from being the best in the world to just being one of the best is probably pretty tough Mm -hmm, it's probably pretty mm -hmm. mentally tough yeah you know that that happened to me when i Got second place at a spelling bee. I don't, <laughs> I don't have anything, <laughs> but I I, I, imagine, I imagine it's tough. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's my theory. Yeah, I mean, I also feel like a, a part of it might also just be that Punk spread himself. I mean, some people have mentioned it in chat already. I feel like Punk spread himself a little thin. He started concentrating on Marvel. Remember, he did that first 100 with Yipes and mm-hmm. stuff, and he's been actually winning tournaments in in in, in Marvel. But then also, you know, he's been practicing Dragon Ball fighters a lot. He isn't focusing on one game. Like someone like Tokido, he hasn't fallen to the allure of anything. He's right. still just, I'm just Street Fighter. And this is like multi-game Dang master right. Tokido, right? Not only that, but I also think it hurt him that Punk moved to Kami just a little bit. Like yeah. he kind of shifted to another character. Well, I mean, his character got nerfed a little bit. Right. He thought Kami mm-hmm. got buffed, so I understand why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he tried with going to uh, Kami, but I just don't think it worked out for him as well. So uh, I don't think the Kami... Uh, change helped him so i felt like he kind of uh jumped around a little bit as well so yeah. you know i think uh he's not putting a hundred percent of the brain power into one right, thing is right. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. exactly exactly so if he kind of went back and focused on street fighter only i think he would work out well and yeah i mean i guess we're not arguing here we're kind of i don't think that's this. probably how this is going to go to be no honest, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, exactly uh, <laughs> I, I i do i do think that it's very difficult to play many games at a top mm-hmm, level mm-hmm. there are really just a few people who can do that mm-hmm. and even if you look at people are talking about sonic fox right now well Sonic Fox got third place in Injustice at Combo Breaker. That's right. He didn't win Skullgirls. Right. right? Uh-huh. He got second place in MK9. That's a terrible weekend for Sonic Fox. Right. Remember, when, and remember when Sonic Fox was trying to learn Marvel super badly, he didn't win... Uh, he didn't win IPS, uh, E-League. Yeah, he didn't win E-League, so there you so go. So <clears throat> even those games, right? It's not just Street Fighter, which is, is the most competitive game in the world for sure when it comes mm-hmm. to fighting games, but other, other games too. Even somebody as talented as Sonic Fox, I feel like there's a limit to how many games you can play. Maybe you can play a couple. Think about Goichi, right? He's the best Dragon Ball. He and Sonic Fox are the best Dragon Ball players in the world. But he hasn't had those Street Fighter mm-hmm. results that he did in the past. Right. Um, you know, 
it's hats off to Dogra for making top eight at CB in both Street Fighter and Dragon right, Ball. That's right. super super tough. So maybe there is something in the in the idea of he needs to quit spreading himself so then okay some some other people i saw were talking about this and uh javits was in particular was one who tweeted this out he was like i notice when players get picked up by sponsors they stop doing as well right and uh to kill sage joked was like at me you know and Dang. like javits was like no i'm not talking about you but to kill sage is like i just do that all the time right but, yeah but you know do you feel like that that's kind of a thing for punk right now because there's two sides of this right there's people who believe that when you get sponsored you're like i have the money now so i get lazy but then there's the other side that hey i need i i it's pressure time yeah it's I think pressure that's, time right i i think that is more likely among the two mm-hmm. but i don't really think either one carries much weight really yeah you don't think, okay, because, I mean, I think there's a lot to it. that You see this happen in professional sports all the time when the guy plays super hard because their contract kind of sucks. That's what they say. And then say. they get signed I, by this great team, and then all uh, of a sudden they their stats drop, and they seem kind of comfortable. You don't think that this is a thing? <laughs> like a little bit, maybe. I just don't think it's, it doesn't seem likely to me that it's like a major driving factor for any. Maybe like a marginal thing, but. I mean, this is not just me disagreeing to disagree i just don't like when when (laughs) when people i feel i feel like people want want to sort of put additional factors into things a lot of the time uh like the world is very complex so i get you want to find multiple reasons why things happen but right uh when it comes to something like this i feel it's very contrived it's it's like it's like saying it's like saying this player is better than the other because they wanted more everybody wants it if you've made it to a high level everybody wants it but money For has sure. a tendency to lazyify people sometimes, right? Like, if you're a player who's like, all of a sudden you're getting Echo Fox money. Yeah, like which is a lot of money. Right, which the drive maybe to try to perform as strongly as before. But they weren't, they weren't <sighs> performing for money. Right, like they, so it wasn't about money. You, you don't think you are, but when you get it, all of a I mean, sudden, they weren't, for sure. all of a sudden you get it. And then things kind of change a little bit. Right? I just don't think they I, I mean, change. I don't that think. Much. I don't think it's obviously. It depends on the person. For someone like uh, Tokido, obviously, it has an effect in him at all getting Echo Fox money. Yeah. I feel like one of the times we don't remember when Justin got mad at us at Capcom Cup for talking about his record. Yeah. I sometimes wonder if that was just because it was like sounding bad to his sponsors or something like that. You know, he was worried about that kind of a thing. You know, like I feel like that there is an effect to that. And then also, you know, the pressure as well. I've heard players even talk about it when they get sponsored. They do feel that pressure all of a sudden to perform well for their sponsors. Sure. That is something I've definitely heard. Yeah, I, talk I, about. I think I think that I think there's more behind that one than the that they get lazy idea. I just don't think that either one is like a driving reason. It's like reason number eight right. or whatever, rather than uh, uh, anything in the top five. Really? Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think, I actually think that there's, I mean, like I said, I've heard players literally say that they put extra pressure on themselves. And then I, I really do yeah, think I mean, that yeah, there's sure. the some, opportunity some that, you know, you can get. Because, I mean, I've seen players get sponsored and maybe get a little content, you know, or something, you know, especially if you're making decent money. But there's obviously those that uh, defy that. But I, I, I'm not saying that Punk is getting content with it. Yeah, I or like think so. he's sitting there going like, haha, because I mean, he cried at Evo. He obviously wants to win it. He's very upset that he didn't do well at DreamHack and everything. So yeah. I know he wants it and stuff like that. But there is this certain level of accidental comfort that you gain that comes with. I just don't think that they were doing it for comfort at all. Like it, like the, the, <laughs> the driving factor 
was not comfort. It wasn't one of the top five for sure. Like it wasn't. It wasn't to win a lot of money. Okay. You don't. Okay. You don't get into fighting games if your idea is to win a lot of money. One person is going to win a hundred k at something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just not. It's not like the the reason that you're playing. You have to put in five years of experience before that is right. even a thing. Okay. So I yeah I just. Eh. Okay. Okay. All right. It's true. Do drugs, hail Satan. It's true. What's that? <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think it'd be good. <laughs> no. Still uh, disagree, but <laughs> Yeah, obviously. Okay, well, I mean, uh I wanted to talk about uh Justin using Monat, but yeah. let's let's talk about the other topic that I kinda wanna talk about first because it kinda has to do with punk now that I think about it. Okay. You know, him going to Cami and then it not succeeding uh-huh. without him going back to Karen, right? So one of the things that I really want to talk about is is Cammy as strong and brain dead as everybody says she is, right? Because Punk, when he said that he wanted to switch away from Cammy to Karen, I messaged him and I was like, you know, I think that's the right choice. I think Karen is the better choice for you. And then he was like, yeah, Cammy's too brain dead. I can't play. I can't turn off my brain enough to play her effectively ah, I've heard that. Yeah. and stuff like that. But then when I talked to him in person, I was like, I really do think that the change is better for you. And his response, not on social media, was, yeah, actually aiming the dive kicks was way harder than I thought it was going to uh-huh. be. I thought it was going to be easy, and it's. I just don't want to take the time to learn that kind of stuff. Then on the ride to the Combo Breaker venue, I was talking to Gamer B yeah. in the car, and uh, I was asking him, how's the Cammy's changes going along? And he's like, man, Cammy's really hard to use. Like, she's just not as easy as people say that she takes a lot of effort and takes a lot of work she's really not straightforward etc etc and then even after combo breaker was over he tweeted out he was like cammy is just a lot harder than you know than than people think she is to use etc etc like that so what do you think what (laughs) what would you rate people's perceptions of her out of 10 in terms of difficulty nine ten being the most difficult Oh, like just general public perception? Just general, yeah. What, when when you say less easy than people think that she is, what do you mean? Like how? Like is she perceived as how autopiloty? Yeah, autopiloty. Very easy. Probably one or two out of ten. You mean nine or ten out of ten? In terms most of most difficult. No, it, to use you mean? Yeah. No, I think people perceive uh, okay. her as a one or a two, okay. as like as you pick Cammy, you win. Okay. And then and what do you free. think? The, what do you think the reality is? The reality with Cammy, I think, is probably around like five or six or seven. You know, maybe six or seven, or actually five or six. Five or six. Yeah. Uh huh. So, so the the, the per- difference in perception between what the, the difference between the perception and the reality is going to be significant for sure because uh-huh, she, uh-huh. F- for sure, she's not. One out of ten. No character in Street Fighter Five is one out of ten. But that's what everybody says, and so they feel like, oh, sure. it's time. Like, I mean, obviously, it's nonsense. Like they see Knuckle do play, and they're like, oh, look, Knuckle is winning, and yeah. oh, like everyone's switching to Cammy now. Yeah. Now this is all free wins like for a, everybody. Uh, I mean, of course, it's not. <sighs> it's absurd. So it's it's she's not a one. Nobody's a two either. Nobody right. is yeah, super yeah, simple uh, to play. Uh, uh-huh. Is she more? Is she more difficult than average? For sure not. Okay. Right. I mean, like for is is whatever the average difficulty is, which includes how strong a character is tier wise. Mm-hmm. For sure, she's not. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So so there's, you're talking about between like maybe three and five, right? Is she five being your just average difficulty to play? Nobody's a one. Probably nobody's a two. Mm-hmm. She's three to five, right? It's it's not it's not like a difference is between. <laughs> 
one and in reality is ten. Obviously, like nobody's ten either. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Maybe Alex is eight. Fang right. is eight. Uh-huh, right. Something uh-huh. like that. For sure, Cammy's not in the same conversation when it comes okay. to that. So, so she might be a four. I think that makes sense. I mean, of of of, of course, it's not easy to aim the dive kicks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything else about her is quite obvious, but the the aiming of the dive kicks is difficult. That said, every character has a thing that's like that. Right. Like, every character has a thing that's hard. Right. And that's or, the thing is... Or ten things I, that are hard. I wouldn't rate anyone higher than Cammy. Like, even if I Easier put her at Cammy. a... Even if I put her at a five or a six, I wouldn't rate any... I think every character is kind of hard to use. Like, my yeah. average would be seven. I don't consider five the seven. You know what I mean? Like... Well, okay, I, I guess... <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I mean, it's like grades, sure. right? It's like grades. C is is an average, and C is always seventy. It's not fifty, right? C is the is the curve. Depends on the what average. the curve is, right? Yeah, exactly. I would I would I would grade on a curve essentially. You know, I just don't I think Cammy is as straightforward. Okay, as so else. so fine. You lop off the bottom three entirely. So so now now you have four to ten, and she's a five. Uh, maybe right. five or six, yeah. I don't think she's as straightforward as people think that she is. Well, what you're saying is that she's among the easiest characters to use in the game. Oh, uh, relative, relative. I don't think makes sense that, to me. I don't think playing her equals free wins, though. Of course not. I mean, right? no, no fighting game character ever is like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you pick Ivanus, and it's not one out of ten; it's two out of ten because you got to know what the moves are. Right? <laughs> like, it's there's no nobody's free. Right. But, right. But beyond that, she's among the easiest characters to use in the game. But there is a point of difficulty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the dive kicks is not that easy. I mean, it's not you have to be just... able to react well. Like There are the things that right. are required mm-hmm, of the character, mm-hmm. but those things are required of most characters, and every other character has a thing that's like the hard stuff. Too. Right. But I mean, even, even with just besides aiming dive kicks, it's like opening up opponents, right? Like everyone thinks it's very straightforward that it's like just throw them a bunch of times right. and just stuff like that. And then you try it and you find out like it's just not even remotely that simple sure. with her, right? There's a lot more to it than that. So, I mean, I do think Cammy is the best character in the game. I still think she's the strongest ah. character in the game. But I don't think that she is free wins. Like I, Nobody's I free when wins. I sit there and listen to Gamer B talk about how he's like, man, she's really hard to use. And you know, Punk's like, I didn't think she would be as difficult to aim with dive kicks yeah. as as before. And you know, he tried her against Toy and even Kazunoko's like, oh well, Bison beats Cami, right. right? You know. A lot of people, including myself, don't think that Cami really loses any matchup. Maybe to the point of like that dreaded 5.5, 4.5 scale. You know, wow. that might be the worst that she has. Okay. But even at Combo Breaker, Cami lost to every Karen that was on stream, right? And then uh, there was seriously like five times mm. that Cami lost to Karen okay. on stream. Um, and then uh, you know, and then like I said, with with Punk, you know, he tried to switch to Cami, and it just didn't work at all against Toy. Mm-hmm. They basically did nothing. Sure. So you know, I I just I you know I know right now it's the funny joke, and everybody likes to yeah. meme about it and talk about how Cami is free and easy. Yeah. And then what I think that's kind of sad is because it didn't kind of discredits people like NL and how much work. I mean, it doesn't surprise sure. me that NL. And Verloren are the ones that are succeeding with her because they're the ones that have been playing her the whole time. For sure, dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's not, not easy to switch around, and right. no, no character is brain dead, mm-hmm, but she mm-hmm. is among the easiest characters in the game. I don't even know if Falca beats up Cammy yet. I think that's just more people don't know anything about Falca yet. Mm, yeah. Because, I mean, even when... Um, who was it? It was... Uh, 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 Oil King picked... 
It was against Alex, actually. He picked Falca against Alex, okay. and he beat Alex two games. Against and then Alex Myers. Came, yeah, against Myers. And then Myers came back and won two, and then he had to switch to Oil, uh, to Oil King, to Rashid to finally beat him. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think that that's true. I don't even think Falca beats Cammy, to be honest with you. Like I said, I don't think she has any terrible matchups. The worst that she might have is Karen. Yeah. You know what I mean? But outside of that, I think everything's 5-5 five, five or better for her. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't know if that necessarily means that she's easy to use. I just mean, I just think that, that they just made her too strong. Like, she's yeah, just a really, she, she, she just has good. every tool, right? But, like, to master Kami is not the same as, like, to master Minot, right? It's, like, obviously a different mm-hmm. story. Yeah. I mean, clearly. Yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. for sure. So, she's, she's among the best characters in the game, and even among the best characters in the game, probably the easiest. Okay. So, right? Maybe. I mean, think about it. Like, yeah. like Minot's uh-huh. up there. Akuma's hard to play. Only like two right. dudes have done Guile. Guile. Yeah, Guile. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I agree. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of Minot, you're talking about. Yeah. I remember uh, I was talking about Justin on Twitter about how I love the the pairing of the characters, right? And so I actually think that. Um, I think that, uh, actually, to be honest with you, Tubo, I'm just like, I'm reading chat at the same time, so like, I'm hard, having a hard time <laughs> trying to concentrate on two topics at the same time. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, you know, Justin did really well with Manat, and I started arguing with people, well, not arguing, I said on Twitter, I was like, what's beautiful about the way that Justin uses Manat, like, he's no Sako on V-Trigger, in fact, on, at For Combo sure. Breaker, I called him pedestrian at best, oh, with, man, the, yeah. with the, with the V-Trigger, yeah. right? And, um, but he's still winning, and yeah. to beat Oil King, that's not like an easy thing it's to not do. Not at right? all. And so uh, he was able to beat Oil King. And so I w- my comment was like, you don't have like one of the things that bothers me about players right now is how much they they feel like they have to optimize everything, mm-hmm. even from a beginner standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's a yeah, dangerous I mindset. Yeah. I saw someone talking about ST, and they're like, how do I do reuse towards Heavy Punch Fierce in the Super? Yeah. And my response was, you don't. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Like you never need that. <laughs> never right? Need right? It, like yeah. who cares? And they're like, but what about that one time? I was like, don't. Who cares? Yeah. Right. And that's the problem. It's like now everybody, when they want to play Monat, they're like, I got to learn Sako Monat. Right. Like when I play Monat, I'm like, I don't care about doing Sako Monat. I'm just going to do what I can do. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. And that's exactly what Justin is doing. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like uh, for Justin, it's, it's, it's a perfect match for him. Uh-huh. I feel like the character is a perfect match, even though he doesn't optimize it. Yeah. And so I think that people need to learn to not have, like, I think that's kind of important. But then... Sanford started talking to me. It was like, no, like you have to optimize everything, uh-huh. and, you know, and you have to make sure you know how to use your character fully and all this stuff like that. And, you know, you have to make sure that you have all the max damage combos and yeah. all the setups that Javits are teaching you and yeah. things like that. And I was like, I don't think you do because I don't even think Infiltration uses Monat as well as Justin does in the ground footsie range. He doesn't even get engaged in that very right. often. And yeah. so I feel like Infiltration isn't even 100% optimized on Monat and he's winning tournaments with the right. character, you know. So, But, I mean, again, it sounds like you're kind of agreeing with me well, in this situation. Well, I, I, I do agree for Justin because Justin is one of the all-time talented players. Uh, I, I definitely agree when it comes to beginners. Yeah, just yeah. play like right. that's <laughs> un- until you're like two years into playing like don't even you just play right like, just yeah, yeah. do stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and when it, when a game comes out don't be afraid to just learn like two combos and then just go online and play mm-hmm. like just it's more important to have that experience right but when when you're at the highest level of play i think if you if you are anybody but 
you know, Justin, Infiltration, like players who are like among the all-time greatest, uh-huh. then I think you you should have the mindset of you need to optimize everything because you probably do to beat players who are that strong. Right. Like the the players who Justin beat, they're all trying to optimize things. Like I've talked with Myers, you know, he, he went to Japan. He's mm-hmm. he's like really trying to optimize every single little thing. Right. And he's still not winning big majors in the way that Justin was with his like two thirds Minot. So it's <laughs> that that that's that. It's like it's like kind of t- a tough pill to swallow if you're right. if you're not one of those top top greatest ever players. But it's it's I think the reality that you probably do have to make sure that everything is as optimized as possible mm-hmm. because you probably don't have like the innate talent that right. some of those other guys have. Mm-hmm. And you know, someone even argued to me that one of the reasons why you don't have to do that with Manat is one, you know, Manat can be played with different styles, which is right. cool, right? But two, they were basically saying. Well, it's also because Monada's is busted. I mean, she's really good, of right. course. Yeah, I know, but like, again, going into that cami topic, yeah. and it sucks because I play both of these characters, That's right, so yeah. it sounds like I'm, <laughs> I'm doing the downplaying thing. But like, yeah. I actually don't even think Monada's is even busted. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think she's busted. I don't think just, she's like just strong. Like, because someone was trying to imply that she's free wins as well yeah, because oh, you can't hit her weapon, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. And it's just like, come like on. nobody's played against Awesome forever. You can counter poke Dalsum's limbs, but the main way to get in is to jump when he does some laggy button on the ground. Uh-huh, That's been uh-huh. anti Dalsum tech since 1991. Right, dude. Forever. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Dalsum's never been broke. Well, maybe not. He's but... been broken in most of his games. Let me, okay, let me okay. revert that. But, but <laughs> Dalsum uses Dalsum can Why definitely. Why are you definitely... playing your character, man? No. <laughs> Dalsum can definitely be designed in a way, and the last few Street Fighters have shown it, where he's not like so good. Right, right? yeah. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. Uh, that, that's where I feel Minot is. Minot is the best Dalsum in the game, but you use anti Dalsum tech and that's mm-hmm. there it is like it's, right, right. she's obviously really strong but uh-huh. not broken right but then there's always the case that some characters you have to optimize them like Ryu like Alex like you have oh, to 100% there's no, there's no escape. because the, yeah. cause, um, but then I was saying like that's kind of different because that's just a tiering thing like yeah. I don't think that that's kind of related because I think if you played Ryu at 110% you wouldn't be winning tournaments you know <laughs> yeah like, like, it ta- it, like there's some characters where it just takes like Kuroda level genius to make them look Right, yeah, sure. exactly. Which is, exactly. is really, really rare. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I think that, uh, I do think that most players have to, most top level players have to have the mindset of optimize everything possible. Right. But I do think that there are some of those just like all time players who can get by doing whatever three quarters of the character right, is. Right, right. Uh, I mean, think about how well Justin would be doing if he did his style now, but he also had a credible V-trigger. Right. Like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. basically uh-huh. doesn't use the character's V-trigger. He mm-hmm. used a little bit of it he only. Know, he, knows the, he knows the combo if right. he hits you. He has the one he has standard one setup, setup yeah. for the high-low mix-up, right. right? But then outside of that, whenever it doesn't work, you can tell he just tosses them yeah. so that he doesn't Gets have to him. worry about yep. him, right? Yep. So, yeah. Wants to build uh-huh. back another one, yeah. I mean, think about how strong, strong he would be. So even in Justin's case, he could be doing better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it would be better if he optimized it. He just doesn't need to in the way that everybody right, else does. Right, right, right. And then even something like infiltration, if he tried to optimize what Justin's doing with the footsies and the buttons, yeah. I think that would actually hurt infiltration. It's not his style. It's not what yeah. he wants to do. It's, that's never been his, his... He's never been the the mid-range footsies right. player okay. in any okay. game he's played. He's never been that. Right. He's been everything else. Right. And, you know, someone just asked in the chat, why well, is Infiltration's jury good? And it's the same reason, because 
Movement, the dude. Movement. Move, infiltration has best. always been about movement. And yep. That's why his Nash was so good in season one. I mean, that's why his Akuma was great in SF4. Right. Like, that, mm-hmm. that was it. It was such good movement. And I feel like if he tried to play Justin's style, if he tried to optimize that, that would actually hurt him. Wouldn't work. So I don't feel like he's even using Manat in 100% optimized. He's using it in 100% optimized for infiltration. I mean, maybe I he could use more some more footsies, but, you know, yeah. like, it's nice to have him if the circumstance requires. He just doesn't often require right. it. And DiCapri, right? Dude, yeah. that was, like, all he was, was, like, where are you on the screen? Yeah, exactly, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Justin with season two Manat. It's basically what he's playing. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he so rarely throws out the orb, so he so right. rarely gets the explosion. Yeah. It's just season two Manat. Mm-hmm. And it, <laughs> I was thinking that V Trigger Two was designed for him, his style of Manat. Yeah, I was thinking that too. But uh-huh. like, it still probably would be worse. Right. <laughs> than I mean, Javits does some ridiculous stuff with that V Trigger Two, and it's like it's just like good combo kind of stuff. Yeah, it, stuff there's like that, uses you know? in it for sure. But then also another thing too is that you know I, Justin even said like he said Manat's biggest buff in season three was not the Soul Spark explosion. It was that everybody lost throw loops, so they mm-hmm, couldn't mm-hmm. maul her anymore. Yep, sure. That's what he said on Twitter, and there's there is a lot to say sure, about that as well. So now he can actually be the uh, I get tossed, but now I can use my solid defense that Justin has always had to get out sure, of that right. situation. So yeah, there you same go. reason that Dalsum isn't low tier now; he's probably mid tier. Like he doesn't have to deal with mm-hmm, throw loops quite mm-hmm, as often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, there you go. Hey! Well, you know, I mean, what's cool about that is, you know, usually we're just talking about news, we're just talking yeah. about things like that. I think it's kind of cool to get into those little I'm segments I think like that. Fun. So if people on chat uh, actually have suggestions for a, the segment name, you know, let tweet us at jchens or at ultradavid at ultrachentv yeah. and let us know what you guys think about that. I, I, I kind of want to do this more often. I think often it's great. And just... Even to talk about players, I know it's going to be weird because I think some players are going to like not like us talking about them and yeah. stuff like that. But it's what we kind of do. So I think that would be cool. Yeah. Wow, it'd be hilarious if there were health bars on screen while this was happening. <laughs> uh, go down. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> we would need somebody else be, to run the stream for that. That'd, that'd be, be cool. hilarious, though. Uh, did we really get to 1.3 view? We did. Dang. Okay, look at this. I guess like, the segment worked out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hey, also send us topics if you want us yeah, to talk about yeah, anything Yeah, 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 send us anything like that. Uh, again, at Ultrachatton TV is probably the best place to send it, although we don't check it nearly enough. But Yeah, yeah. I, I look at it. I okay, it okay. I got Ta- it up on the old Make sure to tag it to at Chenzor and at UltraDavid as well. So there you go. Dude, if Ninja hosted the stream, a thousand viewers, that's a rounding error for what that guy gets. <laughs> like, it's like not even relevant. <laughs> I know, right? He, he would not even notice if a thousand people dropped off. That probably happens all the time. He's probably streaming to hundred thousand, right. hundreds of thousands uh-huh, of people, uh-huh. and it goes down by one thousand, and he just doesn't. Because at any notice. given second, a thousand people would probably be like, "I need to go do something," probably. and then it drops a thousand. But then another thousand people are like, "Let me check what Ninja's probably. doing." Yeah. All right, dude. What ice cream flavor is best? Oh man. Dude, they're trying to throw all sorts of topics. They're, I mean, they're going to do that whole milk before cereal or cereal before milk kind of thing. They're going to throw those I don't topics care. at us. You really don't care? About the milk versus cereal? Yeah. It doesn't uh, have any impact on the first? taste. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> right? It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I, well, don't, I don't have any preconceived notions about how my cereal escapades need to go. I just want What to, about microwaving milk for your cereal to well, like, make it warmer? Well, I don't want hot warmer. milk, but, you know. That changes the taste. 
<laughs> yeah, he microwaves the cereal. Yeah, he, yeah, I've apology heard, man. I've heard yeah. about the stories. I mean, look, that seems a little too much for I, me. I'll be, I'll be honest. I've done it before. I've microwaved milk and then uh, ate cereal with that. But that was like when I had a cold or something like okay. that, and I just like okay. my mom insisted that it was better for the oh, cold. Well, you okay, know, sure. Thing, so it is true though. I eat apple cores, so I'm I feel like I'm willing to do more stuff than some <laughs> other folks. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what man. else? What else we got going on? Okay, well, before we get onto the next topic, which is BB tag and all that stuff like Ooh. that, let's go. Let's go and do um, the rest of the results from the weekend, sure. and then we'll take a break and we'll come back with some BB tag and SF thirty stuff here. Uh, this weekend was also the Rage Esports Street Fighter Five All Star League. This was the event yeah. that was going on in Japan with the. Crazy colored teams names and stuff yeah, like and that. like a <clears throat> very high production and kind of zany esports t- take mm-hmm, on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did you see the the intro trailer? No. Oh, with Tokido and like the crazy editing and all yeah, that the crazy stuff, editing, like, like yeah, crushing yeah. the apple or whatever. Yeah, it was, stuff like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's it kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. No, it was really cool. I tried watching it last night. I, I forgot it was coming on, and it came on, and I was like, oh, cool. And I put it on while I was lying in bed, and I just like passed out immediately. Okay. So I actually didn't get a chance to see most of it but um remember there's six team captains right which is daigo moke itasan nemo tokido and fujimura right and they were all going to recruit two players onto their team now i thought it was going to be only the people that were licensed but i know i saw momochi on there mm-hmm. at one point mm-hmm. in time so mm-hmm. apparently they're doing they That's have good point. some way to get around that and i'm not sure exactly uh what it is but it's only on open rec tv it's only right. on direct TV, yeah. and they're gonna do a round robin thing. I think it is. I'm not sure how the scoring works exactly, but uh, well, the, it's the <sighs> team record. So if the team wins, it's one to zero, and they mm-hmm. keep track of the overall game tallies oh, in case of okay. differential. Okay, there you go. Okay, in case so, of ties. Uh, as we mentioned, the team captains uh, I mentioned were Daigo with the gold team, Moke with the Sunrise team, Itazan with the Ocean team, you know. Nemo with the Aurora team. Yeah. Tokido with the flame team and Fujimura with the emerald team. I just I wonder if like when when these actual team <laughs> names are in Japanese, does uh-huh. it, instead of flame is it red and like in Japanese is red just like translated weirdly so that it becomes flame or did they really just pick flame? I think they really just... They just picked flame. they did, yeah. Hey. But uh, they're going to round robin. And so ver- basically the first match was Team Sunrise, which is Moke versus Team Flame Tokido. And uh, Dogura, uh, let's see, they had three sets here all together. Dogura beat Mago. And then Fudo... Should I read all these results or should I just Definitely talk about not. the records? Yeah. Okay. So on the day one, basically, here, we'll just do this here. So between uh, Moke and Tokido, basically Team Moke wins three sets to zero. So they get eight points to one point for Tokido's team, basically. And then they had Team Emerald Fujimura versus Team Daigold. Uh, and uh, that's what somebody in the chat said. I okay, thought that was all right. actually good. Uh, but the, it was basically uh, three to one. So Team Daigo wins three sets to one, so they get nine points. Woo! And uh, uh, the other team got three points. And then there was Team Aurora versus Team Ocean. That is Team Ocean is Itazan and Aurora is Storm Kubo. Okay, there you go. And that ended up going all the way five sets 
with Itazan winning three sets Woo! to two sets. So they got uh, nine points and six points to the other team. And so I'm not sure how this works exactly. Yeah, no. Well, Daigo's team is currently in the lead because they're tied 1-0 with Moke's and Itazan's. Right, but, but they have eight has, points. Yeah, they're plus eight instead of plus seven. Okay, so plus eight, plus seven, and plus three. So Yeah, that's, that's just game differential. Okay, okay. And then on the right? second half, I believe so. Yeah, that? I believe so. I believe so. And then Aurora... Then Flame, then Emerald. So Nemo, Tokido, then Fujimura with minus three, minus seven, and minus eight in point differential. Right. Well, we'll keep our eye on this. 0 and 1 records. But there's going to be a lot more matches. Uh, on the 13th, uh, Wednesday, they're going to do some more matches. Thursday, and mm-hmm. then on the 14th, they're going to do more. And then 6.18 on Monday, 6.19 on Tuesday. They've got a whole bunch of these going down, so there's going to be a lot of cool stuff going on Open over rec. there. Yeah. But uh, let me take a look at something really quick. Which team was Momochi on? Momochi was on, uh, looks like Emerald. em- uh, Emerald's team. There you go. So he's on the Fujimura team. Yep. Interesting. Okay. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Uh, also, this weekend was E-League. Oh, yeah. So the first oh, yeah. episode of the E-League Invitational group happened. And uh, interesting way they had it set up. Basically, they have a double elimination bracket. Yeah. But... You skip rounds based on how you placed in the in the round robin. Right. So like basically, the higher you place in the round robin, you play less rounds of the double elimination bracket, which right. is really kind of interesting. So I almost kind of think it like it was set up like they just put the players there, and like if there's these guys in losers bracket, if you lose in losers bracket, you got to beat them one by one as they go, but they don't end up in the same place in losers bracket as you do. Mm-hmm. Right, and so Group A played out. Group A, of course, Luffy was in first place up there. Tokido was in second place, and then there was Dogura, PR Balrog, Mena, RD, and JB. If I'm not mistaken, JB was in third place, and Dogura was like at the bottom. He was like at the very yes. end. He was at the very end, but it played in out play. in group play. Yeah, yeah, but, it's, it's right there. Uh, it played. PR was the was the bottom. Oh, okay, PR was in sixth place. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Dogura. Well. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then Dogura was in fifth place mm-hmm. after the group results. But after they all played the played it out, Dogura apparently just went on a tear yes, in losers he he bracket. Did. He went on a tear, and, and the result happened here. Sixth place was actually PR Balrog with Akuma. He just lost the first game essentially mm-hmm. to Dogura, and then fifth place was Rise Mena RD. Mm-hmm. How surprised are you by that one? Ah, uh, surprised. Maybe not super surprised. More surprised that he got fifth out of six. I think I would say. Mm-hmm. But I, I felt like there were four players who had a great chance of getting out of this. He was mm-hmm. one of them. So. Okay, and then fourth place was Sonic Box JB. Of course, he was third place in the group one, so he fell down one position. Most of these people just kind of fell down one position yeah. because of Dogura. Uh, third place, Ares RB Luffy. Yeah, horrible. With Man. Armika. And, and like, considering the fact that he went undefeated in the group, he was 5-0. and oh, Yeah. Do you think that that's kind of, like, unfair it, that it, this it happened sucks, to him? Dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about unfair, but it's, it's really unfortunate. You know, there's... It, it's, I mean, he it's, not, it's not just supposed to be a tournament, obviously. There's right. a show aspect to it. So I, I like that the round robin exists because then you get to see everybody. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then I like that there's a tournament because then it's like the, the I don't actual know, environment actual that we thing. play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I like that there's both. It's just that the way that that interacts, I don't know that you can make that in a way that where you avoid a situation like Luffy mm-hmm, mm-hmm, dominating the, I mean, groups the is, round robin All stage, he had to but, do was win one match. Right, because he either had to beat Tokido yeah. or he had to beat Togura. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, 
but he lost the Tokido and then he lost the Dogura. Right. So he went 0 2 and was eliminated. He went he went basically 5 and 2 on the day. Yeah, 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 basically. And so second place as I mentioned was Dogura and first place was Tokido. So yeah. Tokido and Dogura make it out in the to the playoffs then. Right. So they make it to the finals and that means the two Japanese players in that bracket survive, and all yeah. the rest of them who were not Japanese players do not. I mean, Luffy was blowing people up in that round yeah. robin, uh-huh. and then even <laughs> even when he ended up losing to Dogura, he dropped. I forget what combo it was, but it was like something that he does every day, and and it didn't work out for him, mm-hmm. and then he ended up losing. So okay, like he okay. he had a chance to even win it. So it, you know, still kind of sucks. Right. It is definitely a bummer, but there you go. Okay, well, that was the the, the first round. So uh, Group B will be taking place this Friday, basically. And that one is going to be Punk, Fudo, Momochi, Phenom, 801 Strider, and Commander Jesse. James, who do you have getting out of that? Yeah, I was about to ask you the same question, but you beat me to it, man. The life bars are just going to go... I just just lost life right now. (laughs) So... um, Punk, Fudo, Momochi, Phenom, 801, Strider, Commander Jesse. Okay, I'm going to vote one with my brain and one with my heart. Okay. How's that? Okay. I guess. My brain, I'm going to vote for Fudo. Sure. I'm going to just take Fudo because sure. he's just really, really good. Sure. My heart, and again, like, I, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he can do it, but, like, I'm going to go Commander Jesse. Yeah, I'm going to go Commander sure. Jesse as the surprise upset, making it out of the bracket. I like Fudo um, and Phenom. Fudo and Phenom. Okay, so you're just doing a... Brain and brain, basically, then, right? <laughs> That's what my heart says, too. My heart... Okay, you know? okay, 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 okay. I mean... Uh, I, I feel good about those picks. If, if I did brain and brain, I might do Fudo Momochi, just because okay. that'll be the Japanese players again, and well, Japan has yeah. just been dominating everything, but I, I really, really would love to see Commander Jesse do some Of course, it'd be great. So, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. What else, is, what else happened? <laughs> Uh, also, this weekend was the CPT Online Asia. It was basically the online event Asia Southeast won results. Yeah. And so this was, of course, continuing the CPT Online events. Seventh place was Razor Sien with a Buki, so he got one point. Mm-hmm. High five. It may end up mattering in the end. We'll see. <laughs> it may, actually. Seventh place was also BK9999 with Balrog, also one point. Fifth place, Alex Nation. Kogumer Lim uh, with Alex, mm-hmm. 10 points. And Leslie uh, with Rashid, 10 points. Of course, Leslie, strong Sagat player in Street Fighter IV uh, from Singapore. Fourth place, Aaron Man- Manurong with Nash, 20 points. Wow. Uh, third place, PBE Don with Akuma, 40 points. Second place, View Sonic, Neko XX with Brainless Cami. Yeah, easy. In seventh, uh, with 70 points. But first place, Chuan. With Guile, 150 points. Now, I heard that Chuan is from Malaysia, which means that he's the first Malaysian to win an event like this. Okay, okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is really cool, and he played really well. So, uh, from what I heard, I didn't get a chance to yeah, see it. Yeah, I didn't it. watch it either. I remember seeing some comments from people saying that he played really, really strong, and, you know. He must have. It was good But, list. I mean, he was using Guile. There's a brain-dead character for you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is cool to see Alex and Nash up in there, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. So. All right. There you go. So that was the events that happened this weekend. So, oh, is he actually American? Uh, I mean, I see a Kappa face after there, oh, okay. so yeah, right. probably, not. probably not. So, yeah. Uh, oh, Ultra Arcade talking about KI World Cup. 
is going to happen as well. Sick! So, wow, yes. that's some okay. news. Cool. Um, but but uh, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we will talk some more about uh, BB Tag and Street Fighter 30th, and also have some E3 speculation. Be right back, guys. I'm gonna eat three. <laughs> Eat sports, we eat sports now, or we've always been eat sports, right? Oh man, okay. Pew. Come on. What's going on over there? There we go. Turns out that maybe grasshopper is expensive, we're told. Who really? knew? So eating grasshopper might actually cost a pretty penny, huh? I did. I would never have okay. guessed. To well, be I mean, ant-coated French fries—you can eat a lot more of those, right? So, and it wasn't that expensive. So I can't uh, eat ants. Trying to make some sort of like grasshopper and the ant reference here, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. So, anyways, grossest S- thing. Sell about- it at my Corrigan barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Grossest thing about eating ants with French fries is the ants get stuck on your teeth. They get like, yeah, they're really, little crispy bits, you, and you have to like. Well, it's like you catch them like in between the head and the yeah. abdomen or the thorax, sure. and you have to use a toothpick. I've, to I've, I've had chocolate covered ants. Oh, you have back okay, in the day. Okay, yeah, okay. I thought they were pretty good. They're just little crispy bits. Okay. Anyway, so things have happened. Blaze Blue Tag Cross Tag Battle is out, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Edition has been out for about a week now. So let's talk about it. Sure. Uh, I haven't had a chance to mess with Blaze Blue's Cross Tag Battle. I didn't know it was out. And uh, when I saw you tweet that it was out, I was like, oh, I need to get it. But then I streamed the 30th stuff yesterday. So I just literally haven't had a chance to go and grab that. But, but... I am so excited to be able to get my hands on that on the Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. with the training mode, with my PS4 pad, mm-hmm. on the airplane, so mm-hmm. I can training mode the hell out of that game Absolutely and actually good. training mode all the characters. I'm super excited for that. Dude, so. yeah, it's because it's, it's one of those sandbox games where you can mm-hmm, find out mm-hmm. all sorts of crazy crap. So, like, whichever two characters you get, you're going to find some interesting stuff. And that, to me, is super exciting because... You know, I, I felt like there have been team-based games before where the synergy hasn't mattered as much. Uh-huh. But it seems like in Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, the synergy is going to be super important. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, just the, the way that the system works is very much geared towards that. I, I like it because, uh, as we talked about a little bit when the, the beta was out, mm-hmm. um, the way that the assists and tagging works, I, I really, really like it. So each character has three assists. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a forward assist, neutral assist, back assist. Mm-hmm. Different things for different characters, obviously. And when the assist comes out, you can then press your like partner button, and which is the way that you switch characters. Right. Uh, and then that will like make that the new point character. Right. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. so you That's can you like can you can effectively part. do some big move with your one with your point character, then call assist, then tag cancel. I don't know the phrasing uh, into your other dude. So now you've switched. Can you points. imagine calling? Captain Commando and have him come in and go boom and then as the assist you could tag into him and then do Captain Sword and then DHC into, into Why not? Uh, Sentinel drones and then have Sentinel continue the combo it would be a afterwards. Different game. <laughs> <laughs> like can you imagine? Yeah. And that's what people have to understand by the ability of having one of three assists that you could call. And it's not even that you have to pick them ahead of time. No. You can choose which assist by back, forward, or neutral and assist button, and then you can change into them and then they can do stuff. Like I think that the uh a- There's the, a lot of creativity. The the opportunities are endless. The game is going to be very creative and very sick. It's I really be think it is. And sick. Yeah, 
for Superman? Yeah, it's called MVCI, exactly. MVCI is a lot like that as well. well where, I, but you just control the assist right away. Yeah. You don't have the option of calling the assist and staying as the point. I, so. I like the, the two games for almost exactly the same reason. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. They're, both, they're both very well-designed, very interesting, very, very explosive, sort of very strong at whatever it is you want to do. So, so zoning heavy teams are super, super strong zoners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Characters that are, teams that are about getting in, they, they get in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And characters that are mid-range are like really strong footsies characters and they back each other up really, really well. So like each one of those things is very, very right. strong. And, and, I, and I, I like that. I like having strong options. I like the creativity that comes with the way that it's set up. So uh, it's also ugly because the games are from 2008. That right. they're from, so, I mean, they're all just sort of mashed together, right? Which I don't care about. So my my feelings on this game and Marvel are almost identical. I really <laughs> yeah. really like both of them. And you know, I am glad. And this kind of probably appeals to the Injustice fan in you as well, but I like that zoning can be strong in this oh, yeah. game. Oh, yeah. I like all the fact that all the different styles, and in fact, I, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to use uh, Naoto in Persona, because I thought she would be a zoner, she wasn't, oh, so yeah, I right, thought about right. Yukiko as a zoner, but like now maybe I can actually create that proper zoning team in this yes. game. Oh, and for so sure I you think can. that would be really, really fun. So, so I'm playing <clears throat> Tager Wald, more accurately Wald Tager, because my mm-hmm. Tager is kind of butt right now. I got to work on that, Ooh, but okay, um, okay. Wall, Wall is basically running the show with occasional Tager assist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really like both characters; they work together really well. But every single team that I've come across, I have felt like it can work together well. Like all the teams that I've seen other people play on streams, or mm-hmm. that I've seen people play uh, when I played against them on ranked or whatever it is. It, I haven't seen a team yet that feels like it can't work together. Okay, okay. So I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's going to end up being like that. I'm sure that the synergy will really end up mattering. How's the netcode been so far? Actually, for me, it's been really good. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, for me, it's been really good. Okay. I, I've been playing against people who are like <laughs> one and two bars. Dude, Ultra Arcade. And it's still good. I mean, you so. both used, uh, what's his name in Killer Instinct, right? The... Oh, t- Tush, t- yeah, for sure. Tusk, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think we have similar ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it, uh, re- really good characters. I'm also uh, going to start a team of new Yukiko to zone mm-hmm. because I think... Mm-hmm. So I played new in Blaze Blue, and she's really, really fun. I really like her in this game, too. And, uh, and like, being able to zone and build health, right? right? So, so she zones, and Yukiko has an assist where she gets health back for both team members. Oh, dang. Okay, yeah. okay. So I found this out today. I didn't know that it was for both. I, I found this out today when I was playing against this guy, a uh, person who, who, was, who was using Kanji Yukiko. And Kanji, uh, you know, just he wasn't in the, the beta. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really know what to look for. And I don't think Yukiko was. Or, no, she was. No, she, was. She, was, she, was. she was. She was the dummy that, that right. you beat up. But right. I didn't see her very often. So uh, I, I basically blew up this dude's Kanji. And then he started turtling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whatever, man. Just turtle it up. I don't, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. you're a grappler. Right. Uh-huh. Right? And then he starts calling Yukiko. And get, just get, he, got, he got all of his life back. <laughs> you didn't before, really, before I was yeah, like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> so, like, you have to come in against that. Right. You, can't, you can't stay uh-huh, away. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so it's like a zoner that forces you. So if you play with movement. new, right, you force them to come in at you. Forces move. Dang. I, I might have to steal that team. Dude, it sounds crazy good, right? I think that actually sounds really fun. Because Yukiko is also a zoner herself yes. in a way, right? She is a zoner. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. I think, I think that's really interesting. Uh, but a lot of characters have interesting assists. Like Jin has the little ice assist, the like, very yeah, slow yeah, yeah, yeah. projectile. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, he's got big DP assist. 
Yeah, Rachel assist putting out the thing is is really strong. I'm gonna have to basically find a good zoning team and a good rushdown team for me, so to see if I can yeah. have both basically. So I don't think it's dumbed down at all. I think it's a really complicated game. Uh, yeah. I, like each individual character doesn't have all the normals that they did in the games that they were in previously. So, so the there's less of that, but the it's not dumbed is, down for sure. The complexity does not come from the normal choices and uses. The complexity comes from the partner use, yeah. basically. That you have to consider it that way. You know, it is simplified. There are definitely way more auto. The game is way more auto comboy than other sure. games. Yeah, yeah. But the game complexity doesn't come from that. The game's complexity comes from how you use your assists and mm -hmm. everything, because the assists, the assists. Like I said, it's just, it's so open. Yeah. It's so open world, you know what I mean? You can basically do what you want, so I think that's kind of cool. Taker's moves are already magnetized. He just co he comes into the round with the opponent magnetized. That's so rude. That's what I was hoping he would be the first time, that yeah. he just was a grappler with <laughs> magnets, you know what I so, mean? So it's crazy, because, you know, his, his jump B, which is what his old jump D used to be, the big, like, growing thing, uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, that sucks people in when they're magnetized. Now right. they're always magnetized. Right. Uh -huh. So you can basically just jump back and bring them to you. Yeah, that's kind of what I was hoping times. for, because now the way that he was in Blaze Blue was that you had combos in the spark shot or whatever like that, yeah. and then you had just combos that set up based off of that magnetize instead of trying to use it in neutral footsies. And right. I think that would have been you had more to set that up. Yeah, I think yeah. it would have been more... In I, I think it's more interesting this way, so... Dude, yeah, it's it's super interesting. Yeah, yeah, all the characters that I've seen have been oh, fun. Ivonic Plague is in the chat. Great job on commentary at uh, at uh, DreamHack, sir. Yeah, Great I think job. you're I think you're probably my favorite Dragon Ball commentator. But don't let me don't I'll, I'll deny that. And you know what? I'm the best. I'm going to. Oh, I can't do it here. Okay, okay, I'll do it. Uh, uh, you know what? So I like I like Kanji. I think Kanji seems <sighs> interesting. Just not as interesting as. Tager and Wald, but I, I do like the tools that they gave him. I feel like he can work pretty well. He's got some good buttons still in there. They didn't they didn't like r destroy his button choices, which is pretty and cool. I'm going to be totally biased here. I am modding Abonic Plague in our chat what? right now, so he is a mod because he is also part of our Final Fantasy Record Keeper Discord. So really? Yeah. Uh -huh. so oh my god, so the mega nerds. Go. Exactly. So there you go. <laughs> now you are a mod. Anyway, I really recommend checking out Blaze Blue Cross Tag <laughs> Battle. It's really, really mm -hmm, an interesting mm -hmm, game. Mm -hmm. I mean, I and was the fact worried... that you can play it on the airplane. Dude, I was Come worried on. about the button problem as well. About like, there's still some issues with it. Like when I do combos, I want to have access to some of those tar target combo moves so I can hit in different directions to yeah. allow me to do different combo stuff. But uh, don't let that discourage you. Like I said, I haven't played it much, but even from, like, there was one time I was just testing my, my Brooks adapter again, so I just started up the beta, and I was doing gin combos with the P mm -hmm. PS4 controller and stuff like that, and I was just, like, finding really cool stuff. So, yeah. don't let that discourage you. Like, I still have some walled combos that are tight timing. It's not, mm -hmm. they're not, mm -hmm. like, free. You're oh, not, yeah. you're not, you're not just doing, like, A, 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 A. It's not like that. Like, he's got combos where there really is tight timing involved, but you're mm -hmm. going from one, chain to the other right, so there's yeah, like a link uh -huh. between the chains with where yeah, the link yeah, is yeah. tight uh, even even like Ragna I had this combo in the corner where you have to juggle with B B like at just the exact right height if it's too high up it won't combo if it's too low you miss and yeah. so there's definitely timing in there as well so yeah 
So definitely well, give it a shot. It's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't describe it as being a Blaze Blue. It's not Blaze Blue. No, 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 no. Blaze Blue no, no, is no. definitely its own very distinct game from Blaze yeah, Blue Cross yeah, Tag yeah. Battle. Uh-huh, they uh-huh. just put. I guess they put the name in there because it's just a popular series in Japan. Right. I, I don't know, yeah. But. And and it was by the creators of Blaze Blue and sure. you know and they're still kind of the main character. They have the most cast for I sure. Think, in for the sure. Game, so, yeah. yeah. But it, <sighs> think of it as as its own game. It's really not. It's really not the same <laughs> at all. But no, but it's definitely not wrong for not playing a game because of aesthetic. If if anime waifus and stuff like that is not your aesthetic, don't play it. If seeing platinum doing things with bubble noises bothers you, don't play it. I mean, there's just there's you know, I, I I tend to. So I I don't I don't love the design of some characters that are like that, but platinum is so silly oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that I like, really do yeah, like it. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like uh, it like goes all the way around the circle back to cool to it's, me. It's basically like them doing it to rub it in your face. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And then it becomes trolly at that point in time. So platinum is definitely trolly. So yeah, yeah. <sighs> but I really don't like Ruby saying, "Don't you move?" Oh God, I hate it. She's basically the don't new, you move. She's basically kind of like the move. new, the new uh, storm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or jam. Mm-hmm. You know, all day and stuff Don't like that. Know. So okay. Alright. Uh 30th anniversary also yeah. uh, uh we've had a week now to play with it and um I'll be honest with you, I haven't played it online at all because all I've been doing is just okay. streaming all okay. this stuff, you know. So, uh, okay, what, what's your experience of the game then? Like? So, my experience is I've been streaming it and, like, messing with it and doing all the retrospective stuff, right? So, I've done two episodes now. I did one with just World Warrior, and the next one I did was Champ Edition and Hyper Fighting. And, you know, it's been awesome just reliving a lot of stories and talking about all, like, the old strategies and, and mm-hmm. everything like that and showing how characters changed and what was broken in a game, why this was good mm-hmm. and everything like that. And the best part about it is that everything I remember is there. Okay, okay. And to me, that's, like, I've talked about it to people. I know some people on Twitter gave me, you know, shit for it, basically, because I was like, I wouldn't even care if they had no online play because, for me, it's for the historical accuracy, uh-huh. right? And people are like, you're an idiot. And, I'm, uh-huh. and, and the thing about it is, to be honest with you, from their standpoint, they're, they're right. Because for me, Street Fighter is something different than for them. Sure, okay. Right? For, them, for me, Street Fighter is everything, right? Street Fighter is life. Street Fighter is basically <laughs> what I've dedicated my life to okay. kind of in this weird way. So the historical accuracy thing is important to me. But the fact that I was able to do that on this version of the game and show everything that I have been doing and just, just waxing nostalgic. And I forgot mm-hmm. what happened. There was something that happened during my stream and I was like, this is exactly why I need this historical accuracy. Okay. Because like... This allows me to, like, I can see these kind of things. And, you know, people have, like, have seen, like, bugs in there where things are, like, like, I put up the clip where I made Guile disappear and then Dalsum disappear, right, yeah. right? And so people are like, oh, arcade perfect. I'm like, this is arcade perfect, yeah. you know? Someone showed a bug, like, you know, where someone froze and they're like, why wouldn't they fix that? And I was like, I don't want them to fix right. that. Like, it's almost sad to me that they had to fix some of those bugs that crash the game, you know what I mean, in the online-able games right. and stuff like that. But for me, it's so important. And going through it, doing the history, and seeing everything all work, like I was even able to get Sagat's unblockable uppercut to work okay. in, in, in hyper-fighting and things like that. And it's like, that's just so much joy to me and to be able to see all that kind of stuff. So I've been having a blast. The time that I did play online, it wasn't terrible for uh-huh. me. I know that has not been... I I have seen people say it's the greatest online and it's the worst online, mm. right? So, uh, I, But I think I've definitely seen more negative uh, things on it. I'm hoping they do patch a few things. Like yeah. they, they will go through and patch a few problems that are with the game. It's been crashing. I know it crashed that's for true. me one yeah, time. Me too. 
but for the most part, you know, for me, like I said, I'm coming from a unique place right. to be able to see all the stuff, to be able to remember all the things that I used to do with the game and everything like that is really been a joy. And I feel bad because once we get to the Street Fighter 3 series, I'm not going to have this kind of knowledge mm -hmm. for all the games like I can do with the current games that we're sure. doing. And uh, I really wish that, like, I, Flash G, uh, mm -hmm. if you could find him on Twitter at spell Flash G backwards, basically. So it's a G-H-S-A-L-F. Mm -hmm. And he's been posting up all these, like, bugs that he's been, re like, from the arcade that he's been able to reproduce at mm -hmm. home. And it's just, it's really funny. So That's nice. I might steal a bunch of, I might message him, <laughs> like, can I, can I credit you and, like, show That's a bunch of these things? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so. I, I didn't know... About the five twelve thing yeah, in Street uh, Fighter uh, Two, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, that was really weird because I always remembered when I used to play it a long time ago at, uh, in the arcades. Every time you hit a button, all of a sudden they would just like flash. Kick so in. you press short enough times, there's a one in five hundred and twelve chance that you come out with a special move. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they wanted you to know that special moves that were in the game. Yeah, uh, as same thing with blocking. There was a one five twelve chance that the game would block for you. Whoa! And it happened to me on stream too. I like trying to do magic throw and I did upside down kick and Ken blocked it. Like, and I was like, what the what? How did, what the heck happened? So they wanted to make sure that you knew about oh. blocking as well. Okay. But literally, what's really funny about the five twelve thing is that. Madge, when he did his Guile combo video a long time ago, he did it on a version of frame name with save states and text input inputs. Oh, wow. So he could be frame perfect yeah. on it, right? And so he wanted a combo using the 512 glitch. Okay. So he recorded a combo that so Guile could walk up and flash kick. Okay, right? sick. And it wouldn't work. So he put one more frame at the start of the combo of neutral yeah. and shoved everything one frame one frame later. Didn't work. Shoved it one oh, frame dude, later yeah. and just did just that. Did and then all of a sudden, at one point in time, it worked. And there it was. That's so from the same funny. state, he could get it to work. So there you go. Genius. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just cool to see all these things like that. So uh, it makes me excited. <laughs> well, my experience has not been as positive. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't. So I don't think that it's been an overall bad experience necessarily, mm -hmm. but it's not it's not what I was hoping. Uh, for example, in Third Strike, it has it uses the ROM or the port or whatever version uh -huh. that where you have to have it. You have to do EX moves by pressing all three punches or kicks or whatever to on the same frame. Right. Uh, um, it has to be perfect. It has to be perfectly timed, which means that I screwed up often. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I've never screwed up EX moves. I don't have good execution, of course, but I've never screwed up execution in on EX moves. Right. In that way, so so that's that's a bummer you to know, me. I'm, I'm curious about that because I know Zangief is like that with lariats and the yeah, old. Yeah, I screwed up pretty games, pretty regularly. Right? And that's a regular thing. Like as a Zangief player, you never you, get you mad do it. about it. Yeah, you, you, you just punch a fireball. You're like, well, that just happened, happens, and you don't yeah. care. So you know, it's interesting, but it's weird to me that for the that like it wasn't like that in the arcade. So what it was not how, like what that in the arcade? You know, I, I mean? don't really know, dude. But so. it's like that now. It also is a bummer that if you have like a certain kind of arcade stick, then it won't recognize your diagonal inputs. On the PC. On the PC. On the PC. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So like I was playing against Vicious on the PC, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he was talking to me about like how he was wondering if like was our connection terrible because like he keeps screwing up inputs, and he's mm -hmm, like pretty mm -hmm. sure he's getting the right commands right. and it's not uh -huh. coming out. 
And he figured out today that it was that was the issue that he was just right. screwing up things someone because even, of that. Someone even suggested changing your stick to analog, and it actually uh. makes it work better and stuff like that. So I've definitely heard a lot of issues. Yeah, 3SOE had the same issue with the EX moves, correct? Uh, as well. So and it's interesting because 3SOE also had the same training mode bug where if you drain someone to no life and just keep doing the combo on them, they react differently. So oh, I was actually okay. using Dudley against uh, the Shotos, and I was doing low, short, low, strong, low, fierce, the target combo, and the fierce kept missing. And I was like, this wasn't a thing. I know this worked on Shotos, right? Yeah. So I did it over and over and over again. Pa -pa 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 -pa, no, fierce, whiff, 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 whiff. And I was like, what the hell? And then I just sat there and like tried to look something up, and then I went back to it, and then it was landing. It was connecting. I was like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. It connected over and over and over again in a row, and then all of a sudden it stopped working again. And then I was like, wait, this one that. was in 3SOE. This was the same bug and the same thing that yeah. happened to me before. It was because when I waited, it let the life recover. Right, sure. And then the combo would work again. And it's sure. weird because this was the exact same bug. So... There's something interesting about the, the 3S port on this one. It feels like they base it off of the OS, the, the, the OE version, not necessarily the arcade ROM, so it's interesting. I don't know. Uh, so those are my input issues. It also, the online is is very hit or miss. Mm -hmm. It's like very hit or miss. It's rare that I feel like the connection's like middling. It's It's bad, quite bad, or... Good. It's never great, but it's right. it's never. It's I feel like it's never. It's always one of the two more extremes. Sorry, can I ask? Does when it's bad, is it bad rollback or is it is it delay? It's delay it's netcode. Delay. Yeah, it is yeah. delay netcode. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it it feels feels pretty rough sometimes. So I have it set on like the best connections possible mm -hmm. option, which is framed as the input lag that you're willing to accept. Right. So I put it on like zero or one or something like that. So I'm not getting nearly as many matches, of course, because it's only players who are mm -hmm. close to me or whatever the issue mm -hmm. is. So so what often happens is that I'll be playing a game, you know, whatever, one of us backs out. Uh, the opponent definitely always backs out of the rematch is what it is, and <laughs> for sure. Uh, and then, uh, not because I always win, it's I just I want to keep playing, so, oh, even yeah, if I'm losing. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. um, so that happens sometimes. And then we will both hit, like, start search yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we get uh, matched right back up. Uh, so that that's happened to me f at one point four times in a row. <laughs> so I don't think that there are that many people playing hyper fighting on PC with minimal lag right. connections. I can't remember what game it was that I was playing, but that happened to me as well. It might have been, like, Tekken 7 or something like that, that I just kept running into the same guy because we yeah. would quit and... Oh no, I think it might have been Street Fighter V. Like, me and Vicious kept running into each other oh. over and over and over again, which was really weird, but yeah. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, so, that is kind of a bummer. But the games themselves are a blast. I mean, you know, obviously these are some of my favorite games of all right. time. So, I've, I've had a lot of, I've still played it a lot, even though I think mm -hmm. there are issues mm -hmm. with it. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed playing Hyper Fighting, and I've seen names on there that I haven't heard forever. I've been right. playing against Cigar Bob Zangief, for oh, example, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is crazy. Dude, he was in my chat yesterday. He was talking for real. To me. Wow, yeah, how about that? Uh, that was really cool. Uh, he definitely ate my boxer alive in hyper fighting. Oh yeah, it's okay, not okay. an easy matchup. Who match was he up. using? Zangief. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's not, not an easy that's not a fun matchup at all. That's not. But a fun it, it's funny because it brings back the memories to me of the first time I went to Evo, which is in 2003. There was an ST cab set up for casuals, and I think he brought it, or else. Oh yeah, we yeah, had, yeah, yeah. It was a Cigar Bob cabinet. I believe yeah, it was. Uh -huh. Yeah. 
And so I met him there and we were playing and that was my first time at an event of that size meeting people. And he was one of the first people I met there. Okay. I mean, you know, it's, Sweet. I don't know if that's a big deal really, but, but it was cool to see that name again after so many years. Right. So there's that side of it that I've also really, really enjoyed. Okay. So there's, yeah. I feel like, I feel like there's, it's not, it's not the best sort of technical product but uh, I, I really enjoy the games and it's nice to right. see people I haven't seen in a while and you know it's there's also a lot of problems with a lot of the UI has been a little bit clunky here and there there's kind of inconvenience the training mode is kind of you can tell it's very very piecemeal because yeah. they put the training mode literally on top of an arcade game they're not right. programming it's a just training safe state mode, right yeah. yeah save state and and not only that but all like the the make the computer jump and all those things like that they did what they could yeah. off of the game yeah you know I, I mean? i'm not so, going to quibble about that right, stuff exactly. yeah and so. in fact i think that one of the most valuable things of it is that there is training mode so like i've actually looked for modern ideas like safe jump option select mm -hmm. invincible stuff in hyper fighting mm -hmm. right which i have found does not really work and then a couple <laughs> of other people on twitter asked me what, what my setups were and they would try it out and they also said that it didn't really oh, work for them interesting okay. so okay. I, I i feel i feel like it handles uh i feel like it causes uh what is it proximity guard instantly so the dragon punch is coming out and before it is hitting it's uh -huh. already causing proximity guards, uh, so whatever your intended option select was can't come out because you're already stuck. Well, also, don't forget that this game has no trip guard, so there is definitely oh, delay sure. frames when you're landing. I mean, like, I'm blocking. Oh, you're like, blocking. I, like, I, I, can, oh. I can safe jump. I can definitely safe jump. Okay, okay, But then okay. to bring out the turnaround punch or dragon punch or whatever it is that I'm doing when I'm landing, uh -huh, uh -huh. that never triggers. Interesting. I've never gotten that to trigger Interesting. yet. Interesting. Even if you're not holding back at all, right? So right, that yeah, yeah. Do, then you won't then, trigger the proximity guard, right? Uh actually no, I guess I haven't done that. Maybe yeah. I got it. Okay. Well, no, I guess I I can't I'm not holding back because you're doing uppercuts. I'm doing a right? dragon punch. Right. So you're just doing roundhouse uppercut or something yeah. like that, right? So huh. No, but I guess I'm doing uppercut block cuz that's that's how I've always done it. Uppercut block. Very fast movement. Oh, so maybe proximity guard has priority or something weird? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that could be. Okay, I'll, I'll try not blocking. Okay, I'll go okay. back into the lab. But in any case, the game definitely handles it differently than modern yeah, games yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. um, So that, that's been interesting. And I also looked into, like, how does Boxer beat a guile who's just doing down medium kick over and over? Mm -hmm. So you can walk up and press your own down medium kick in the right. middle. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, uh -huh. there's stuff like that that I've been yeah, able yeah, to figure yeah, out that's yeah. really useful. Okay. It's, okay. it's nice to have a training it's move. that and also fearsome when he sonic booms. Trade fierce on the sonic boom. Oh, that, yeah, that yeah. I got. That's always the that best I got. Right but, the, but the bummer is <laughs> that stand fierce... <sighs> The hurt box on it is like half screen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So even if you're literally two thirds screen and you press fierce and he does down medium, you're going to get hit. Oh, really? Yeah, it's oh, like absurdly dang. bad. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So you, you need to have a way to beat down medium kick. But he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crouching yeah. medium kick. I was yeah. like, even doing that yesterday on the stream, I was like, I know it was either down roundhouse or down medium yeah. kick. They changed to hit those because yeah. in Champion Edition, he literally could not do anything uh -huh. to Gal. Also because Dash Punch didn't hit Crouchers. Oh. So, like, he was, like, Champion Edition Balrog was the worst character, like, free. Oh, for wow. For free, for free. Especially, I, and I even told the story on stream, is huh. there's this great Chun-Li player. In fact, uh, Instant Head Stomp Overhead was basically invented by this guy. Okay. It's a guy named Matt. He was one of the best players of Street Fighter Two. He played, uh, he went to UCLA. <laughs> okay. He placed really well at all of the uh, uh, world's finest tournaments okay. early on. And, um... When I played him at UCLA, when I visited my brother, I was just playing Balrog for fun. He comes and challenges me with Chun-Li. Yeah. And this was still back in the day where people didn't throw. Okay, right? okay, and so okay. so he hated throws, okay. right? And so, like, I'm Balrog, and if you crouch block against him, you literally couldn't chip anybody. 
weird. <laughs> so I was like doing everything, and he, so he started winning, and he just started cross blocking. So I'm like dash punch, nothing. Uh, walk up, poking, 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 poking. He wouldn't do anything, and I was like, fuck it, and I you walked up and threw him, and he was like, oh, you throw, huh? And I was like, really? Okay, okay. It's <sighs> like so sad. That's very funny. Yeah. <clears throat> I also I rediscovered crouching strong, stand short, dash punch, uh, dash upper. Into stand fierce or down roundhouse, yeah, which is yeah, cool. Yeah. I, uh-huh. I didn't for some reason I didn't know that crouching strong links into stand short. I knew the rest of that combo, but yeah, I didn't okay. know that part. So did you do the uh, my favorite Balrog combo? Was the Balrog versus Balrog combo? Where you could do stand sh- jump fierce, stand short, kick charge, stand short, kick charge. Oh, I didn't know you. Yeah, did that. Oh, yeah. that's the best. Sick. That's okay, I'll look. In, I'll look into that. Anyways, obviously I get giddy and excited when I talk yeah. about these old games, you know. And I was just telling all these stories. Everybody's really been enjoying the streams and stuff like that. I it's think it's great, really man. Fun. Yeah. Uh, but by the way, I do agree with Paul B that Fightcade is is the better idea if you really want to get good at these games. Okay. Um, there are more players playing uh, 30th Anniversary Edition, mm-hmm. but more strong players playing Fightcade, mm-hmm. and and okay. I and okay. I I prefer playing. Like I feel better on the online of Fightcade right. as well, so mm-hmm. that's what that's what I think. But yep. at the same time, like I said, it's been really nice to have the training mode, and it's been really nice to see names that I haven't seen in a long time yeah. who've come back for 30th anniversary. Yeah, who was that that I saw someone was playing against? Was like super old school player they kept running into online as well. But that's that's just really cool. So I'm happy for. I, I, like I said, I'm happy because even if there was no online, I would have been happy anyway, but that's just that's a unique position for me. I'm definitely going to play it a bunch online soon just to, just to test mm-hmm. it out and see how mm-hmm. it goes for me. So On Fightcade, you can also play Third Strike. There are a lot of people who play Third Strike. Oh, yeah? Okay. okay. Super Turbo, Third Strike. I don't know about the alphas. I'm not sure. I've never really been right, into that, right. so couldn't tell okay. you. All right, then. Um, All right. Coming around the corner very soon is going to be E3. Yeah. And uh, E3, and it's interesting because it's hard to say, because this is a weird kind of, um, I want to say, a loaded question topic. But obviously E3 is going to have a lot of cool stuff there, et cetera, et cetera. But what we're concerned about is what kind of cool fighting game stuff is going to show up at E3, right? But the the reason why, in my opinion, it's kind of a loaded question these days is because what kind of cool fighting game stuff is going to be announced at E3? But nowadays they save a lot of that for EVO. Mm-hmm, Evo mm-hmm. had way more fighting game announcements than, you know, E3, and that's because, like, even just when they revealed Cody at Combo Breaker, the crowd reaction was awesome. It was cool to show yeah. that, you know. Right. And Evo's gonna have the same thing when Geese came out. Like the entire stadium almost flipped the flipped ridiculous the, flipped the stage. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was the response was nuts. Ridiculous. Yeah. So the two questions is one: What fighting game announcements do you feel like are gonna show up at E3? Two. Do you think there is even going to be any announcements? <laughs> For sure, yeah. Um, I've read that Capcom is, spe- is scheduled to show off Street Fighter something, so I, I don't know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would be surprised if it was something significant. Like, I'd be surprised mm-hmm. if it was a new character because the Cody reveal is so fresh, and he right. hasn't actually even come yeah, out yeah. yet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They, and they've been doing a new character release every two months-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like we're going to see G in... Probably at Evo, I guess, in August, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, that's probably right. true. That's probably true. So that, yeah. that, that's my guess when it comes and to And that will Street be Fighter. the only Capcom reveal. Probably. And, and the trailer will probably He's gonna be bugged weird looking. in some yeah. way. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. yeah, anyway. For sure. <laughs> uh, that, that's, my, that's my guess there. I'd really... I'd be super surprised. I'd be flabbergasted if there was any Marvel news. 
Right. Just, I would, what? I can't believe it. Like right, that, right. that degree of, of craziness. I mean, obviously, we know Not that a Smash, a Smash 5 is coming out. Uh, Smash Switch is going to be at E3. They've already yeah. announced that. They've already had all the, you know, talking about the people who are going to play in the exhibition. Right, so there's we, exhibition. We know about that already. Right. Is there anything else you think that Well, yeah, up? I do expect MK11. Oh yeah, I expect okay, it. okay. I would be I would be surprised, not hugely, but I'd be surprised if it wasn't announced. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, that's over the last what was it now? MK9 to Injustice, MKX Injustice Two. Every two years mm-hmm. in spring, they have announced the next game. Each time they've announced it before E3, if I recall correctly, because I remember going to each time at E3 and like seeing right. the next build. I don't. I mean. It's never in a state where they like let you play it unless you're mm-hmm. fancy, which I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always already there. Or are you? Well, I haven't been in the past. I can tell I'm you sure, that. Sure, uh, Lanzies will let you go and play it and stuff. We'll like see. That, right? uh, <laughs> actually, would be pretty cool. I'll, I'll check it out. I, I, mean, I don't know anything for now. I just would be surprised if not, because that's been the the pattern each time, and people. Some people expected it at Combo Breaker because right. of the location. Chicago is where NRS right. is. They, they have a lot of MK9. connections there. Yeah, yeah the uh, MK9 uh, and MKX, which they the both put in money IPS. for. Right, start of the IPS. So it's, there were a lot of things that seemed like it might might lead into that. But if that didn't work, then I think this is it. And Ed Boon is constantly on Twitter hinting that it's coming. Constantly. Right. Uh, Every uh, week. Yeah. Multiple uh, times a week uh, he's doing it. So... You know, he, he part of his role is the troll, and he does a good job of it. Right. But I would still be surprised if it didn't come. And if it doesn't come there, for sure it's at Evo. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. okay. So if it doesn't come, I'd be I'd be happy. I mean, I don't want it. I want it to be. I want to wait a little while. I want more than two years on an NRS game right. to actually explore it and have fun mm-hmm. with it. But here's the good Hasn't news. Hasn't happened though. yet. Here's the good news, though. With Combo Breaker and all these events, we've seen a lot of events where they've been playing MKXL at the same right. event that an Injustice 2 has. Perhaps the NRS community is turning a corner. That'd be great. And if MK11 comes out, they keep playing Injustice 2. I, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Hope mm-hmm. so. I, I strongly doubt it, but I would, would love it <laughs> for sure. So I think that's what I'm I'm betting on. Maybe like uh, some new official info about the characters coming in BB Tag DLC. Mm, They're all leaked, yeah, I guess, yeah. but uh, maybe some uh, official info. Okay. And then maybe some wild smash reveal. Like there's a rumor going around that Snake is going to be in it again. Oh, yeah? Okay, yeah. okay. As far as I know, it's okay. only a rumor, but... Yeah, I mean, we'll I, see. I saw some other people talking. I guess there's some Tekken 7 rumors that like Anna and Marduk are going to get announced or something I've like heard that, that so. as a rumor, but I don't oh, have really? any extra okay. info on that. Okay. Uh, I've also heard a rumor that Spawn is going to be doing something somewhere. In one of the games. <laughs> you know, who knows, dude. Played by Jamie Foxx. Yeah, right, yeah. Because, I mean, that movie, I guess, is coming out, and I guess Jamie Foxx is going to be Spawn. So it I've seems heard. like the right time for it to be a kind of, you know, promotional tie-in thing. Although, for Smash, though... Smash is probably not going to be coming out for a while, I would probably imagine, not. right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. With an exhibition being playable to that degree, who knows, right? Mm, but, okay. you know, it might just be a surprise. But I was thinking, you know, but they wouldn't put Spawn in Smash. like that. No, d- uh, no, yeah, no, no, they no. wouldn't be. Okay, no. so never mind. Forget absolutely, it, forget absolutely it, yeah. not. <laughs> Dude, Mighty Number no. 9 and Cuphead. Cuphead would be cool Cuphead in Smash. Cuphead would be cool. But I don't know how they would make him because he just shoots in eight directions, right? So would you just be hitting A and, like, aiming in all the directions and just shooting Well, bullets? he has different... Guns. Oh, that's true. He has all and the And he has like weapons. different 
escape moves. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So there's other stuff you could do. But what would his other normals be? That'd be a little, little different. I mean, yeah. it'd be like Mega Man, maybe. Dude, that'd be sick if they announced the Virtual Fighter Six as Kumarsh kind of uh, uh, hints that. That would be actually be kind of cool. It, it, w- it would be cool, but it's not happening. So pro- probably not. But on top of that, I'd like to have a little bit more time. Yeah, <laughs> like just uh, put in a little bit more time. Oh, maybe they'll announce Astaroth finally for Soul Calibur. Come on! Hey, they announced the character I, I, Come wa- on. I wanted in there, so you Ooh. know, uh, Maxi. Oh, they yeah, announced because yeah, yeah. I okay. the very first time I saw the the, the kata displays on the on the attract mode, right, and they did right. the nunchucks one. I was just like, this is the best looking video game thing I've ever seen in my life. For and sure. so, like, I, I've always, if I ever played a Soul Calibur, that's the character I would learn. You know what I mean? I've never played it, but for six coming out, Maxi is definitely the character okay. I will try to pick up if I try to learn the game. So, All if right. I try to learn the game. So. Yeah, Astaroth, please. Uh, oh, I mean, the crazy thing about it, though, is that there's just been so many just random-ass fighting games coming out all over the place. Do you think that there might even just be a chance for, like, something completely... Totally uh, new? Yeah, totally new. By a... By a... Not like not like an indie kind of game, but like, like a big company, like, doing something... Oh, do you mean... Do, you, do I think that uh, Fighters of the Storm is going to be announced? Or that League of Fighters is going to be announced? <laughs> Well, that was what I was hitting, maybe. at. But you know, but I mean, anything like that. Any I th- kind sure, of bomb I think there's shell, a chance. Right? Yeah, like maybe even I guess Ki Two would be a sequel. But like, what if someone was like War Gods? The you know, oh coming midway decides to announce War Gods wow. instead. My know? reaction would be exactly the same as my reaction was when I heard that Ki was coming back, which was. What are you doing? Why? <laughs> game was horrible. Oh, man. But they ended up doing a good job with it. So, hey, you know. I mean, you honestly, know. Blizzard could have something on their hands with an Overwatch fighting game. That could actually yeah, work out Yeah, Fighters of the really Storm, well. dude. Yeah, that actually would work out really well. So, but yeah. Yes, I, it would be. I mean, they, they would treat it in the way that they treat their other games, I would think, which is that they patch pretty regularly. Right, but see, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Mendokusa, he was actually... Mendokusai is saying, like, I would love a Marvel versus Capcom collection all the way back to Children of the Atom so Capcom and Marvel could tie their... fix their... It's just, you can't do it because Marvel is too powerful Sorry. now. Marvel is just way too powerful now. I don't think that you could do anything to fight with Marvel because if it's not just about hey let's make the game out it's hey we're going to put this game out you're going to pay us a bunch of this money and all this stuff because it's only going to be successful because it has Marvel's name on it so you you need to bow down to us and kind of stuff like that you know what I mean it's 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 a tough situation unfortunately so. I agree with you yeah, I think I'd be surprised. Yes, original KI was terrible. Original um, KI and KI2 were both very bad, terrible bad games. games. New yeah. KI of great the game. last several years great game. Yeah, great, great game. game. Mm-hmm. Awesome game. But I think I'd be surprised to see anything like League of Fighters or Fighters of the Storm just because, I don't know, they haven't, there's been no hints about it. I think that something like that is coming eventually. I don't know that Uh right now is the time, but look, I mean, Radiant's been hanging out at Riot for the last like two years now. Uh You know, they got to be doing something. Was TMNT announced at Evo? No, it wasn't, right? It was announced. TMNT was announced at Uh, E League. That's what it was. That's what it was, right? Yeah. But I mean, look, some of these companies have done a pretty good job hiding secrets. The TNT yeah, was a good secret. BB Tag was a surprise, even though there was the rumors of a Ruby fighter, and then it turned out it was BB Tag, right? You know, they've, a lot of people have done good jobs with keeping secrets. So, who sure. knows? but like I said, the biggest problem for me is that I bet you a lot of these things will be saved for Evo. Oh uh, well, I think not, dude. Eight sixteen is probably right that if there was something like that coming from Blizzard, it'd be announced at BlizzCon. Oh uh, yeah, that's that, true. that seems pretty likely that's to me. True too. But Riot, League of Fighters, maybe, maybe. 
Yeah. I just like I said, I don't think it's coming now, but I do expect it to come. At I some mean, they point. would probably announce League of Fighters at an LCS World Championship as be too, well, yeah. too, right? So yeah. Okay. Announce it in front of world's largest stadium. Why yeah, not? Exactly. <laughs> Instead of just tiny little E3. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's enough for E3 speculation. Well, before we move on to anything else, is there anything at E3? that you're looking forward to or hoping gets announced non-fighting game related? Not fighting game related, huh? Here's a story about my recent non-fighting game related video game time. <laughs> I played, I accidentally played Civilization VI for 10 hours over the course of a day and a half. Oh, shoot. And then I uninstalled it. Just because it was, I was like, like, oh crap, just, you can't do this can't again. do this. Okay, okay. Um, so, I haven't been playing anything but fighters. <laughs> Fair for a little while now. Okay, okay, okay. It's dude. It's totally accidental. Dude, I I get it for I sure. Get it. I, I don't mean to. It's just like all all of a sudden, ten, ten hours have passed. So like yeah. I I played it for six hours, uh, one evening until the wee wee morning, which is really rare for me. And then I got up and I had breakfast and then I played it for like about four more hours and I was like, deleted. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it wasn't like I was playing it and mid turn I was like, I shouldn't be doing this. It was like. Something external happened, like I got a call, or like uh-huh, you know somebody right, came yeah, in, or whatever. Uh-huh. Somebody knock on the door, and I was right. like, "Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm in a real civilization, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, one more turn syndrome. It's, it's exactly killer. What it's it killer. Is, dude. So I, I haven't really been paying attention to to other games. Yeah, it was funny because the one more turn syndrome. I was walking through Combo Breaker. And I saw Tasty Steve and Ryan Hunter playing some Guilty Gear in uh-huh. the hallway. Uh-huh. And I saw them playing, and Ryan Hunter won. And Steve was like, one more game, one more game. And, like, Nakiel was standing there and everybody. And I was like, I looked at him, and I was like, that is the number one lie told it by all fighting game <laughs> <Yes>. players. <laughs> the number one lie. One more game. Yep. One more game is the number one lie told by all fighting game players. Even when you're at an arcade, and the arcade <laughs> operator comes in, and he's like, hey, guys, one more game. That's, yeah. we're, turning, we're literally turning the power off. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yeah, totally. Hit start, hit start, yeah, hit start. Oh, hit start. yeah, guaranteed, guaranteed, <laughs> dude. So. Uh, oh, nah, gentle snow. My girlfriend wouldn't have walked out. Uh, I don't. I don't have your a girlfriend. What? I don't have a girlfriend anymore. <laughs> I was about to say, you're what? That's what he said. Yeah, I know. I know, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what? I was like, what? 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 Anyway, uh, let's talk about some fighting game news that has been coming up here recently. So, give some time for people in the chat to go nuts here. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I don't think people are getting it. I know, I know. They're people totally are not <laughs> getting it at all. <clears throat> mm, okay, okay. No, come on, come on, guys, dude. Okay, what? Anyways. <laughs> so, so. Uh, uh, if I, uh, high five, David. High five. High no, we five. can't. It's, you can't really see it there. Oh, you can't see it there. Um, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Viscant was watching. CB with his girlfriend, uh-huh, uh-huh. and he sent me a text, and he was like, "Hey, my girlfriend wants to know what the deal is with the ring on your finger." <laughs> uh, so yeah, hey, I got married. Yep, that's right. It was a little while ago now. Yeah, it was. It was even before Combo Breaker. It just was barely, just barely yeah. though. But yeah. That's why we kept making little jokes. I know, nobody picked up on Dude, it. And when you slammed your hand on the ground on the table and it made that loud noise, do it again. 
Like people didn't people didn't <laughs> understand that one either, dude. People didn't Thanks understand everybody, that one. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay, let's talk about some fighting game stuff that's coming up. Fighting game news. Did I change the topic? I did not. Look at me being all good about that and everything like that. Uh, uh, events, as I usually start with, uh, Evo has announced their leaderboard. It's still the exact Thank same you. thing. But um, it is Dragon Ball Fighters in the lead, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition in second, third place Tekken, fourth place Smash Melee, fifth place Smash Wii U, sixth mm-hmm. place Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, mm-hmm. seventh place Guilty Gear, and rounding out the bottom at eighth place is Injustice 2. Now, obviously, for us, just Injustice and Guilty Gear being at the bottom makes us sad, etc., yeah. etc., et but there's, there's one thing that's kind of important is that Smash has always been, like, number two or three. Uh-huh. Right. And so... Street Fighter V and Tekken and Dragon Ball all being above Smash right. is pretty significant. For sure, I agree with you. But there's two ways to look at it. One is that those games are just growing massively, and Dragon Ball obviously just the new game, kid on yeah. the block, yeah. and Tekken 7 has just been mm-hmm. exploding. Or two, Smash players don't want to go to EVO anymore because they cry and complain about it all the time, right? So... Which one do you feel like it's more likely? Little, little column A, little column B. Tekken, I'm sure, has been growing a lot. Well, at every other event it has mm-hmm. been, so I'm sure Evo is the same. Um, that said, I think there's probably some of the second as well. Mm-hmm. Why, why not? I mean, I, I, yeah. Like, I, I think I'd be surprised if it ended up being that Melee and Wii U had the same number of entrants this year as they do last year. Right. And also, Tekken had more than that. Right. Because then Tekken's having, like, high 2000s. Yeah. Oh, and that doesn't I seem likely to me. There's a Smash Con the week later or something like that. Oh, so dang, Smash all right. Con is a week later. Okay. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know about that. Well, there you Bummer. go. So there's a big Smash Con, so maybe a lot of people are saving their vacation for that instead. Okay. Right? Yeah, that, so. that could be. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but that's yeah, the situation. I, I think it, it, it is interesting that, as you say, Smash is not the second biggest. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. also that Street Fighter is not the biggest. So there are definitely some changes happening afoot. Um, around. I know one of the things that uh, Commander Jesse has been working on is uh, mm-hmm. he's been helping out with the body count fighting group a lot. And they've announced uh, body counting. Body counting. Body count fighting six announced for June 12th. Adds massive prize pool for title match here. And so basically, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have title lineups. fights for uh, Dragon Ball with Super Noon versus the Kill Sage. They're also going to have Phenom versus Smug there as a title match for uh, Street Fighter V and Scar versus Theo in Injustice 2. It's hard to get bigger headliners than those. Like, yeah, they, those re- are, they really did a good job that's, with that. Oh, that's really good headlining right yeah, that's there. That's awesome. And then uh, feature fights, they're going to have uh, De'Aaron Fox versus Terrell Owens in uh, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. What? I think that's. Wait. Like the, like the football players? I think it is. What? Wait, is that actually them? I can't. I, the faces are too small for me to see. Yeah, that, I know. Because, I mean, we have a Tom Brady in our community, for Christ's sakes, right? So I'm like, but, I mean, from the pictures, it's dudes in jerseys. What? <laughs> oh, it's Foxes. I don't know. I don't follow sports anymore. Right, but, right, okay, but so we, ha- we have sports people? Is it actually sports people playing? Dang, that's wild, yeah, it's man. Definitely, that's cool. Okay. That is, yeah. And then in Dragon Ball, I'm not going to want to watch that, but that's really awesome. Dragon Ball <laughs> fighters are going to have Marn versus Toki. 
Cloud 805 versus Hooking God is not a premiere. I mean, that's that's a great fight, that's too. A, yeah, right. wow. Uh, Guilty versus Lord Your God. Oh, my <laughs> God. Uh, Eli the Curry versus LPN. Eric C., the Fang player, uh, oh, versus cool. Commander Jesse. And Prodigy versus Nubcakes in Injustice 2. Oh, very cool. Those are really good lines. Yeah, that's really cool. So that's going to be uh, streamed live on twitch.tv slash Fighting Tuesday, June 12th. At 5 p.m. Pacific time. So on on what? And you can go there. They have you can actually watch it. Oh yeah, you can go there. Uh, you can get free tickets on the BCF6 Eventbrite page. So just go to Eventbrite and just do a search for Body Count Fighting, and I'm sure you'll be able to find it. What's the so. Twitch there? Uh, is Eric C a Monat player now? Oh yeah. Well, no. So he plays Fang. On stream at Combo Breaker, he played Monat because uh, he was playing against like a cameo uh, or something. Monat. Oh, and okay. Fang okay. versus Minot's really tough, so he oh, would rather play the mirror than his. Okay, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Anyway, what, what's the Twitch? It was twitch.tv slash BC Fighting. Got it. BC Fighting. So definitely check that out. That is going to be next week. It's going to be really excited. Brought to you by Machinima. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the games there. And it says uh, community support from SRK, Tekken. I can't. The graphic is really blurry. In any case, they're doing a lot of cool things at Body Count Fighting, so Agreed. good stuff to them. So there you go. So that's coming up uh, next week. Um, <clears throat> some gaming news here. Um, Tekken 7 received some first anniversary DLC updates. So they add, added some cus- new customization that you can do. And so, like, there's apparently uh, Kuma can be turned into, like, some crazy, like, skeleton bear cool. kind of thing and stuff like that. Uh, story mode costume sets have been added, new auras and stuff, new Bob hairstyles and stuff like... Oh, not hairstyles for Bob, but female hairstyles, including the wave ponytail and the Bob hairstyle. Yeah. Okay. And uh, new, new, new Japan stuff, so Bullet Club... You know, stuff, uh, Okada, new Okada t-shirt for King, new Kenny Omega t-shirt for Brian, etc., etc. So a lot of cool new things that were added to the game very recently. All right. Um, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection is not out in Japan yet. People are wondering about that, but the announcement has now been it is going to be coming out in fall. What? And it is... it was delayed in Japan. So the release date was marked to be determined. We now have a release window. It's supposed to be wow. in the fall. We apologize for this trouble it may have caused for those of you looking forward to it. But please wait a little longer for additional new information besides the release period, according to Tomoaki Ayano. Now, the reason why I think that this might actually be happening is because there's definitely significant differences between American and Japanese versions in some case, right? Oh. Like, I'd be curious because... I was talking about this on stream last night, Balrog in Champion Edition not being able to hit Crouchers with the dash punch. I heard in the Japanese version he was. Oh, wow. Of Champion Edition, and it was too good, so they took it out of the American version. They couldn't figure out how to balance it. They just nerfed him to the point where he sucked. Wow. I cannot corroborate that, because back then nobody had real information, but that's what I was told way back then. So it'd be really interesting if they changed it to like make it actual accurate to the Japanese wow. versions that they're useful, etc., etc. So, curious to see how that's going to go, but yep, yeah. that's going to be... And it's also going to be called Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection International. Uh-huh. And in fact, in the international version, if I'm not mistaken, of Super Turbo, old Zangief has the teleport 
SPD glitch. Is that so? I think so. On only the international version. Yeah. On the U.S. version, it is not there. Yeah, but sure. apparently in the international version, it's still there with old Zangief. You know, so things like that huh. might be changed uh, between the versions. So maybe they're actually okay. trying to do that. So... <laughs> Um, other news, uh, Soul Calibur, as I mentioned, they just announced Maxi is returning to it. Uh, looks like Elvis again, which <laughs> yeah. he always looks. But uh, apparently he's back into the fold with his, his signature nunchucks, and so uh, I will be excited to see that. I haven't seen the trailer yet. I'll probably go and try to do that when I have an opportunity to. I mean, he's <sighs> up against like an eight-foot-tall guy wielding a giant axe. He, yeah. He brings nunchucks. Yeah, who would get his ass kicked? Nunchucks. Sure, yeah. I mean, if it was Bruce Lee with nunchucks, dude, I mean, come on, dude, come on. I mean, they were designed to smash rice, right? I mean, that's exactly what they were. Is that were. really? Yeah. Basically, you, like, smash the oh, rice yeah? with them back and forth, but they were developed in a monk temple where weapons were not allowed, so people learned how to use those things as weapons. To, really? To, to, you know... That's a real story? I think so. That's what I've been cool, told. Man. That's okay. what I've been told. I could be making up fake lore, yeah. repeating fake right, lore, right. but that is definitely what I've heard. Cool, dude. So, yeah. Um, and I was told this by a friend who... Is really into martial arts and Bruce enough, Lee man. and yeah. has nunchucks, just, right? Yeah. So and he has nunchucks. Um, let's see. Uh, Fighting EX Layer has gotten an official release date now. Oh, I missed On this. On June twenty eighth, the PlayStation Four Fighting EX Layer will be released, mm -hmm. and so we will finally get that. And basically, uh, it, for forty dollars, you will get. 12 characters and 5 Goki decks. So you'll have 5 of the crazy Goki system decks mm -hmm. that they have. But if you pay for the full $60, you'll be getting uh, those same 12 characters plus Hokuto, DLC character Hokuto, and 15 Gogi decks. Okay. So there you go. So oh, I'm sorry, yeah, it's Gogi decks, not Goki decks. Oh, that makes sense, it's yeah. spelled wrong in one place like that. So um, interesting, 20 more dollars for one character and 10 decks. Seems kind of strange, but that's that's the way that the pricing is. But I mean, this game is designed to just be fun, have a good yeah. time, and with the Get really zany. cool characters again. So really cool. It's designed to be kind of broken fun, and I'm yeah. sure people will take that and try to make that as much of a real competitive fighting game as possible as they have done with like Sailor Moon and all these mm -hmm. other things. And as like Korea still plays Champion Edition for some so strange heard, reason, yeah. it's just weirdest thing yeah. I don't understand that at all definitely so. weird okay <laughs> um See if I have some more game announcements here for you guys. I, in, in trying the demo or the beta or whatever they called it, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Right. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't seem balanced at all, but it does seem a lot of fun. Right. We mentioned this already. The new crossover costume is the uh, is the Arthur costume for Ryu, where he has the armor and he has the big old beard. And apparently, if you put the coat in, then he basically fights in the underwear instead. And I think that's hilarious. So yep. Good job to them with that. Agreed. So that's the new crossover costume. Let's see how long this lasts, see if it's done or not. Uh, act before June 5th. Okay. If that means it's over, it might be over today, or it's still, there's like two hours yeah. left of it. But there was a sale on PlayStation, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, and uh, they had a bunch of games for sale there. I'm not going to mention them all in case the sale is over already today, okay, So because that would make people mad. But check it out. Check it out uh, if it is still going today. If anybody in the chat can confirm to me it's still going right now. Like if you look up Art of Fighting Anthology and it's 7.50 right now, that means it's still going. Um, uh, I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, MVCI was definitely on sale. Yeah, MVCI, King of Fighters 98 Ultimate Match. Arcade Edition was Street on Fighter sale Street Fighter 5 Arcade well. Edition and we, Under Night and yeah. Birth EXE latest. That was probably the sale that we mentioned on at uh, Combo Breaker, right? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Um, so there you go. Okay. Okay. Um, some uh, community stuff. Uh, the third uh, part of the Street Fighter... Uh, 30th retrospective came out going over the Street Fighter 5 3 series narrated by yours truly. Yeah. And so that one came out there. And actually, I felt like I did the best narration job. I thought on it was this really one. cool, dude. Yeah. I, I thought it went really well. I thought it was really good. And, and honestly, one of the. the, the, the and, and to be honest with you, like there was like a lot of comments about how the characters are really weird and stuff like that. I didn't write all that stuff despite like. Okay. All, 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 I mean, like I had say in the. Do, okay. in, in the In what was to be narrated, but that was already in there. Okay. So I, I, it wasn't me who put that in there but I mean one of the things uh, okay the sale has ended okay cool so uh, one of the things uh, you know that I want to mention is I, you know I do actually now it's kind of secret I do secretly like Third Strike a lot mm-hmm. but the problem with it is you know uh, like I said one person kind of made me mad about it and two I still fundamentally dislike parries like right. that's the thing so pretty important part of the game outside of that like I do a, I, it used to be one of my favorite games to watch you right, know, I used to right. download a bunch of Third Strike videos from Japan because it was super entertaining and yeah, stuff like I'm that and I do like the game and I know surprisingly a lot about the game that's true I can vouch for I, that. I don't actually know enough about it to be like the supreme expert but yeah. I know a lot about the game so it's not like I hate the game I never play it blah 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 and all that stuff like I actually know quite a bit about the game so but the retrospective was cool they also released the three parts of this documentary that they did uh, where they just talked to people about all the different stuff and uh, you know uh, I know like they they interviewed me for that and mm-hmm. I'm, I've been talking Matt D was in there say okay. Jim's in there a little bit I mean there's a little bit of frustration I saw um, you know uh, Gerald was really upset about a lot of things and I saw oh, yeah? I think it was like somebody else like was it Jason Wilson or was it like somebody else but like they talk about a lot of the old school stuff and like they talk to Punk's opinion about it and all this stuff. Okay, like they okay. literally did not go and look for Tomo or Mike Watson or even Nuki in Japan. Like they didn't talk to like a lot of the yeah. really old school people to talk about the old school stuff. And it was kind of unfortunate. That is kind of a unfortunate. Missed, missed opportunity to be honest with I agree you. With but you on that. I really felt like they only interviewed people like at Evo in Japan and like they I don't they probably just didn't have the ability to, right. to, to do the hunt hunt for you know but like even still maybe maybe like ricky and not punk right Right. yeah yeah, yeah. exactly exactly but it was it's an it's it's a cool oh it was mike watson who was complaining about it that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know it's still an interesting documentary there's still a lot of cool things going on in there and you know all the og people were just happy that i was actually able to talk about a lot of the old school stuff that was going on in there so uh you can find that on the on youtube as well so on what on street fighter youtube Uh, yeah yeah it's on street fighter youtube like i didn't even know it had been released i didn't even remember someone was like good job in that documentary or whatever and i was like what documentary oh uh, yeah and, but, I've been but there. then like they interviewed us at the last evo and even even in the 30th anniversary trailer with that comment where i'm like you know the quarters were lined up you just didn't play against people came from that interview and so i actually repeated it in that in that in that documentary as well so there you go all righty <laughs> But uh, both of that stuff is out. Uh, other community things, uh, Born Free has done a lot more interviews at Combo Breaker. He has one where he's talking to JB. Uh, and then he also had a really long interview, because it's part one, but he has a really long interview session with Tokido. Yeah, very interesting, too. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, so you actually got the chance to see it then. I okay. recommend it. Yeah, I mean, not, not, not just about... <laughs> 
the game itself, in fact, that might not even been the majority of it, but like mm-hmm. mindset and history and stuff like that. Very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, Core A Gaming also has a new video as well that talks about arcade sticks. Okay. I guess it's uh, making a case for arcade sticks uh, as opposed to the pad players, which I think is funny because I know there's a lot of people who want to go to pad now because pads are kind of stronger in a lot of ways he, these days. He focuses on how they're not just on their performance but on how customizable they are, which mm. is nice. Yeah. It is nice. I mean, yeah. I still am flabbergasted people haven't customized, customized sticks for Tekken. Like, what do you I, mean? Just, just so you could do the wall, instant wall runnings and electric god fists oh, for free, okay. basically. D- directions yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right still side. don't know why they haven't done that. Because if I had a button that was left and right, all you have to do is go forward, let tap, and then tap down, and then hit two buttons at the same time. That's 100% electric. Because the electric to do the electric is you have to hit the button the very first frame you get to the diagonal. Well, I guess with the hitbox, you could do it. You could sort of breach the yeah, gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have to breach the gap that yeah. way. And then also instant while running, if you plink it, you get instant while running almost 97% of the time, 95% of the time or something like that. So the hitbox is a little harder on that one because even coordinating between two hands is a little bit harder. But if you can do it on one hand, then all of a sudden it becomes stuff like that. Well, I like sticks too, but I think in retrospect that... I think pads are probably better. Uh, one of the biggest advantages of pads right now, I mean, obviously one of the disadvantages is the crazy Bluetooth connection. You don't have to have a wireless pad. Right. You don't have to have a wireless pad, but then also is that the motions that you do are less body. Like, yeah. so when you're playing side by side, you give away less. Yeah. Joysticks actually, I mean, there's a reason why in the old school arcade days we had to learn how to play fighting games by doing body fakes. Right. We right. actually did body of fakes. Of course we did body fakes. And it was funny because my best friend noticed that, you know, when he watched me at Alpha 3 tournaments, he could always tell when I was going to fake an uppercut right. because I would, More extreme. I would get extreme, but then when I tried to uppercut, I would like try not to yeah. move as much as yeah. possible, you I did know, the same. and stuff like that. So, you know, but that's the way it worked. You had to do body fakes back then. That's how Vi's fake cross up Tatsu in Street Fighter 4 worked I know so it. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so by saying that I think pads are better, I don't mean necessarily that the inputs themselves are better, but it's just really nice to have something that costs like 30 to 50 bucks mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is basically the same every time. Right. Um, yeah. That is, uh, most hand types can handle it well. Mm-hmm. Let's say like even if you have the kind of issues that right. I do, it's still, yeah. it's still fine. So I, I think that overall they're probably better. And I like customizing. I mean, I make my own joysticks, so like I, I enjoy that a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think that if I could go back in time and just make myself play pad from the very start, even in the arcade, which is of course was impossible, but if I could do that, I probably would have done that. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> All right. Uh, last thing is that uh, Hungry Box Juan the Be- I don't know. I've never known how to pronounce his last name. I've never the, heard it said. Debiedma. Yeah, that's what it, my, my guess okay. is Debiedma. But, but I, I guess know. he joins Eon. So Eon is the organization. Uh, where's this? Is there a description of what? Yeah, Eon? go back up, go back up. Yeah, there was a little bit more. Okay. Okay, right there. The oh, producers Eon. of the GCHD GameCube HDMI adapter. Ah, there you go. Okay, okay. But he's joined them officially as a brand ambassador and EA Sports liaison. So okay. There you go. So, cool. Um, but I mean, that kind of reminds me, like when um, uh, Mewtwo King is now the brand ambassador for Nintendo. Right. A brand, a brand ambassador. ambassador. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I have for uh, fighting game news and topics and stuff like that. You know, you bringing up uh, body fakes reminds me the other day when we were playing Tech Mobile. So we we went to this bar 
that uh, had a Super Nintendo and oh, a Genesis yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Uh, uh, it was just pretty sick, Nintendo actually. Anniversary Nintendo. Regular Nintendo, not yeah, Super uh, NES. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. um, and it had Tech Mobile on it. Neither of us had ever played it, so we yeah, were playing yeah. it. But what, what makes me think about it is that I was sitting back kind of relaxing in the chair, uh-huh. and you were like up forward, uh-huh. and I could totally see which play you were going to suck. You stopped doing it, but for the first like five plays, uh-huh. I got a touchdown really fast at right, the start, because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-huh. I could just like see where you were. <laughs> That's so, so I was funny. like, okay, yeah, I'll do that one. And then you, you stopped doing it. So it obviously changed, I didn't even but. know. I didn't even yeah, notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, was was really like, that was like the Alex Myers <laughs> Oil King thing. Yeah. But dude, even while we were playing, I started like doing all these meta strategies and stuff like that. Like I would actually try to run my plays based on who you were controlling. And I noticed, right, I noticed. The, and I noticed towards the end we started like trying to switch at the last yeah. second and like that the seems like the game, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like we were actually doing, and it was funny to me. Like I thought that was hilarious was that fun. we were actually like already that fast. We were trying to like yeah, pick no. up on these little <laughs> things like that. It was really cool. It was, it was, it was really fun. fun. It, it was, was fun. Really it doesn't fun. seem like a great game, but it seemed like it's probably a great game for the time. Well, so Tecmo Bowl apparently was not as good as Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh, apparently okay. Tecmo Super Bowl is where it was at. Okay. Except I, I don't remember which team he was on. It might have been the Raiders, but okay. apparently, like, they base it off of the real-life players. And there's this video that shows it, but, like, whatever team Bo Diddley was on, or not, not Bo Diddley, but that's was his nickname, right? That was, that I don't was know. it. That, but w- whatever team he was on, you know, Bo knows football, Bo oh, knows bas- baseball, that guy. Jackson? Yeah, Bo, Bo Jackson, yeah. Whenever he that was on, right? I don't even whenever remember. he was in, whatever team he was on. Bo Diddley? That I feel was, like that was something. No, that was his, that was his, like character nickname. Oh, for like, real? Okay. Like, you know, something like that, I think. But in any case, he apparently <laughs> goes so fast that, like, no one can catch him. Oh, yeah. And so if you found him, like, there's a video up there of, like, some guy using him and, like, the computer's chasing him and he runs all the way to the end zone where he's about to score the touchdown then runs all the way back to the other one and then runs all the way back to the front. Like, and he's just, like, taunting the whole entire time. Yeah, okay. Like, okay, Bo Diddley was in the Nike ad with Bo Jackson. That's what it was. Thank you. Thank you, Case Oh, Money. he's a blues musician, apparently. Oh, Bo Diddley is a musician? Oh, well, then Case Money is wrong, too, then. Okay. No, no. Oh, what? No, not necessarily. He's just he was in the Nike ad. Oh, Bo Diddley was in the Nike ad with Bo Jackson. I see. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. 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 There you go. There you go. Somebody asked me where I got the sweater that has the inputs on it. It's from Broken Tear. Yes, Broken Tear. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed, but when we were coming going onto a plane recently, as I was walking onto this plane with the uh, with the inputs on yeah, my yeah, chest, yeah, yeah. Uh, this lady was like, "Hey, like very suspiciously, like, hey, what are those? What's on your shirt?" Oh, really? <laughs> like, was it suspiciously? Like, yeah, oh. like, like worried, like, oh, what's crap. going on? What's going on there? Dang. You know? And I was just like, "It's for a video game," and she was like, "Okay, all right." <laughs> she was really concerned. That, like you were a cult member. I don't or know. That's that's my guess. You know? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So I guess you could also freak out people if you want. That's terrifying, dude. <laughs> What's funny about that, too, is that, like, the whole point you're supposed to wear that shirt is so that it's not obviously a video game right? thing. Right? And it's so not obviously a video game thing that it got people scared. Yeah. Oh, I should have asked why. Yeah. yeah but I didn't uh, think about it at the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, anything else that you want to talk about? Uh, I had to buy a new TV. Thank you to displaylag.com oh, for my nice. recommendations. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Previous TV was like six or seven years old, and the sound stopped working. Oh, it, ne- it never had great yeah, audio, but it stopped okay, working okay. entirely. So. I mean, does it have an audio output? You it, know what I mean? Uh, 
I don't think it did. It's very minimal. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was thinking if it had that kind that of thing, you, yeah. you could just cook up speakers. Honestly, I didn't too. think about it at the time, but it's so minimal that I think I'd be surprised. Right. There's yeah, only yeah. one HDMI uh-huh, output. Uh-huh. Anyway, and plus so. the other thing too, getting a new TV right now is not a bad thing, right? So. Dude, it was it was maybe two fifty for right. A, exactly. It's like like a forty. Five inch or something. Right. It's like, uh-huh. I was like, what? I mean, this TV it was like so cheap that we looked at it, like looked into the brand. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, are we okay, just going to get okay. taken advantage of? But it's, apparently, I mean, it's good. this TV in front of us right now was pretty cheap too, and this one was recommended by uh, a Four Wood as well. Okay, uh, from Display Lag, he was like, yeah, just get this one because he found the link and it was really cheap. It's surprising. It's forty inch TV. It has really good uh, uh, input. The Display Lag. Yeah features so I can play on it so yeah I definitely should have checked that it has an audio output <laughs> but I think I'd be surprised okay <laughs> all right um okay I mean I should probably go upstairs and grab myself a blaze blue cross tag battle so that I can Woo! actually uh, let me know if you want to get some games in while daggered Oh, dude, that'd be scary. Uh, I'm just going to be jumping oh, at you. Yeah, actually, that's probably something interesting to talk about, and I don't have any backstory on it. Okay. But Alucard is apparently retired from fighting games. Oh, I think it's just SF5. No, he's, like, selling everything. He's, like, selling all oh, his joysticks. That is. He's selling not... his monitor, his games monitor, Dang, and dude. all this stuff like that. He is just, like, trying to, like... I don't know. Like he's like know. quitting cold turkey. I don't know any story behind it. Oh, that's I'm sorry. I said to hear that. That's yeah, too bad. Yeah. So I, I've heard about some of that. I don't know what the story is about that. He's even was like, "Hey, does anybody know if there's any jobs out there for this kind of position and stuff like that?" So wow. it seems like he's just trying to get a job and everything. Yeah, he's just going out of it. Well, okay, that's like a bummer, that. man. So, I didn't know about that. Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know the story. I thought behind it was it. just SFI, but yeah, all right, dude, I'll, I, I'll ask him. Yeah, I see some people <laughs> ten hours straight playing Street Fighter Five, so we uninstalled it. Oh man, yeah, yeah uh, uh, not Alucard from New York, Alucard from the Midwest who moved to New York right. and now is back in the Midwest. Right. So from Detroit, Alucard from Detroit, because there is an Alucard in New York who plays Smash Brothers, right? And Marvel. So, and Marvel, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So yeah, I don't know what's going on necessarily, but that's that's what I've heard. That's what I heard. So I got uh, the six set up with Wald, right? So uh, Wald has he has the um, meat squasher super still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. he puts you all the way into the corner for every time, right? And then after that, you do instant air jump L uh-huh. or A, I guess, and then call Tager assist, and it hints hit, hits hits instant overhead. And you got the Tager assist to combo. So then okay. you land and you get the full combo out of okay, it into okay. like 7K. Um, or you could just do crouching L and then you can actually do crouching A, crouching A, crouching C, which are both lows into the 7K damage combo. Mm, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could just do command grab. So it's I, crazy. I mean, I know a lot of people have been talking about the game as like a potentially three out of five game and stuff because it is so. Maybe dangerous right maybe so it is pretty dangerous we'll see. i don't know i guess we'll see okay okay but yeah i think that's pretty crazy i just i just feel like having a character with all of his tools i feel like he can't be bad he seems just like a really yeah, good character yeah mm-hmm. so, anyway a lot of fun i guess that's it for tonight so oh oh man we totally forgot to talk about um the summit which is this weekend oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, dragon yeah, ball yeah, fighter okay, summit okay, okay, is this yeah, weekend yeah, yeah, make sure yeah, that you right. check it out it will be june 8th to june 10th I'm really looking forward to watching it. Uh, I think it will come down to Sonic Fox or Goichi. Of course, of course. But it would be I would cool love to it. have it. It'd be great to see an upset. Like, what if Hook Gang God showed up and was like, 
I've been learning another character right. all along, that'd and then removes Piccolo from his team. Amazing, you know? dude. That'd be so. That'd be so right. sick. Uh-huh. Um, I really expect it to be Goichi and Fox, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, did, did you see the official art that's out for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really uh, good. Yeah, they drew someone drew all the characters, but then they made them with the faces of the players and right. stuff like that. It was really cool stuff. So yeah. There you go. What stream is it going to be on? It's going to be on the, the summit. summit stream, right? Okay. And summit of Power, right? Well, is that what the stream is called? I'm well, I'm just looking. I'm just trying to. It's called the Summit of Power. Um, oh, the name of the tournament, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, apparently there is a Twitch called Beyond the Summit. Okay, Beyond but the Summit. I don't know if that's actually. Uh, yeah, just click on it, see what it does. Uh, let's see. Uh, summit of Power here. Do they have the stream information on Smash.gg? It might just be Beyond the Summit. Well, still. go click on Beyond the Summit and see like what's what's in their history. Okay. Video. Oh, it's it's everything. Of course, it's not. Oh yeah, they're doing everything in here. Okay. Is this is this actually just? Uh, this is Dota. I guess so. Because I don't think this is what we want. Okay. Okay. Or is it? Is this is what we want? <clears throat> beyond I mean, some summit. people right. are saying it is just going to yeah. be beyond okay, the summit. Okay, that makes sense. So there that you go. Sense. Okay. But in any case, it's going to be easy to find. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially, I'm sure if you follow Ace King Offsuit, he'll probably tweet out the schedule at some point in time with the link information and all that stuff like that. So definitely uh, going to be some fun Dragon Ball stuff coming up this weekend. So keep mm-hmm. an eye on that. Okay. All right. I'll probably never load up Dragon Ball Fighters again. Really? Wow, too many other games, right? That's just what, really what it comes down to. There's too many other games. I, I didn't even download Zamasu and yeah. the other guy. Yeah, I haven't downloaded them yet either. <laughs> I'm going to go check them out when I get a chance, but just now, now 30th anniversary is taking up all my I'm basically time, taking so. myself out of commentary for that game. Uh, I've I never... mean, if there's, if there's... Yeah, I, I know, but... So if there's an event like at... Uh, uh, the Dominican tournament... Where we did combo commentary, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I can still do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we'll like, do that. I'll we'll never that. go out for it. Yeah, because I just I, I know that my passion is not in it, and I don't want that to be something that ruins the stream for anybody watching. Yeah, it is going to be Twitch.tv slash Beyond the Summit. Okay, cool. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, I think it's a good game. I just think that it occupies this weird space between the kind of things that I want in a fighting game. It's a mix of speed and slowness in just the places that I don't like it. Oh, like it's just right. I, I feel like it la- it lasts forever. Games just take forever sometimes. And I feel like the decision making is not fast with the exception of when mm-hmm. it's impossible to react. Right. I mean the, the so crazy I, I don't know. There's just it's I think it's a good game. It's just not the kind of game that I want. I wonder what Evo's gonna do. Because they're gonna have to schedule a four hour block for the game. Oh yeah. Like Top I, eight? Yeah, top eight. Yeah. They're gonna have to schedule a four hour block for the game so game takes a long time it really really, really does so I, I still enjoy the game I like it but I, I it's like I said uh, I haven't been able to concentrate on much like I said I'm trying to learn Tekken a little bit more I yeah. want to get back into Guilty Gear but I have priorities as well yeah. so too many good know. games out so okay. alright Okay, cool. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Thanks, you guys. Remember, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that little new segment that we did uh, where we talked about all the like little random topics like that. If you guys have any suggestions for the name of that segment, mm-hmm. uh, please tweet us at TV or oh, and JChen's or and UltraDavid. And also tweet us some topics that you'd like us to talk about so that we actually have all these different things that we can debate about and argue about. And Sounds you know, great. Tomo should not be one of them. So, you know, because that will No get, need. Exactly. So, okay. Um, All right. 
It is. It's like it's long for sure. It goes long. Yeah. So it takes a while. It takes a while. Ooh, I like five five matchup. <laughs> 